Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. Looking for the spot for blues hockey in St. Louis? Join the best blues party in town at one of the 10 area hot shots, sports bar, and grill locations this season. Pull up a seat and score great game day specials on Jack Daniels, New Amsterdam vodka, and Jameson cocktails served up by the hot shots crew. And don't forget, every time the blues score five or more goals this season, it's $1 tacos all day long the next day. Get the full rundown at hotshotsbar.com slash blues. Hot shots is a proud partner of the St. Louis Blues. Pseudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Comedian Ben Bailey coming in today. Oh, look at that. Looking forward to seeing him for the third time. Yeah. First time in this studio. And a uh, a member now of the, well, he will be when he comes in, a member of the Third Timers Club. That's right. I heard he was walking around town yesterday bragging about that. <laughs> we have the certificate ready to go? Yeah, but I need to, I'll send it over to you to print. So, you no, have, it's not you ready to go. You haven't printed it so out yet? Just, so, it's no. not ready to go. It's made. Uh, it's just not ready to... Not ready hand to go. Over. No, Scott, the answer is no. <laughs> Not ready to go. <laughs> I wanted to read it. <laughs> I know this kind of just came up, you know. <laughs> it's a new thing. I it, don't just, know it just kind of came out, out of nowhere. Right now. I forgot to tell you Ben Bailey's coming in. <laughs> Third Timers Club. Certificate <laughs> needed. Let's make sure that's printed out before he gets here, all right? He's in no, at what, 730? Yeah, right around then. Well, 
You know, that printer takes an hour, 45 minutes to, <laughs> That's true. to warm up. <laughs> to warm Just to warm up, yeah. Are we talking color print? Yeah, we're going to pull out. Yeah, we wow. don't mess around. That's two around. hours. Yeah. Wow. Huh. What if we're out of a color? I wanted to read it. Uh. I haven't even seen the thing. You know what we should do? Uh, we have no members of the Five Timers Club yet. No. And listen, eventually we'll get there. Sure. So I'd like to commission a Five Timers Club jacket. Oh. With maybe a patch or something on the front. What would it say, like Five Timers Club? Yeah. All right. Something like that. Stealing the idea from from Saturday Night Live, of sure. course. Uh, and, uh, no, we would keep the jacket. Like, we would keep the jacket. It's just a jacket. picture of them in the jacket. <laughs> right, Thank you. It. They have to wear it like, the entire time they're in. Back. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe keep it on one of the mannequins in here. Oh, that's an idea. <laughs> yeah, we have a couple mannequins in here. Where, hey, where'd the robe go? It's, it's on, on. Oh, okay. He it's just went a little sexy. All right. It's around the waist. Yeah, he's wearing it 90s style. Like the American flag robe was draped around one of the Carls, one of the Carl the mannequins. And, uh, yeah, all I see is, all right, yeah. all I see is nipples. <laughs> and you're welcome. There it is. Are, you, are you complaining? <laughs> yeah, we'll just keep, we'll keep the jacket in the studio. And if we ever get a five-timer, we'll give him the jacket, maybe sign the inside. Oh, how cool would that I be? I like it. I like it. I have a person I think might be a five-timer, Nikki Glazer. No, I think, I think she's a three timer. Three. I think she. Three, this yeah. her next time will be four. Okay, yeah. she's never been awarded anything. I Wait, she's been in here once. Two in the old, one in the new. Yep. Yeah, she'd be her a four timer. She'd be a four timer. Two in the old, one in the new. Jeff, <laughs> I've been saying it wrong this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Oh, gross. Off to a good start, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you. Off to a great start. Yeah, who's close? Maybe Nikki Glazer would be four if yeah. she ever comes back in. Then it would be Ben Bailey. Ben Bailey is a three-timer today. Yep. Ian Bagg's going to be here next week. He'll be a three-timer. He'll be a three-timer. I'm sure Clownvis, the next time he's Clownvis is a four-timer. No, he'd be uh, three. I'd be a three-timer. Yeah. Uh, he, he would be a three-timer. Josh Steve-o. Wolf would be a three-timer. Steve-o, Steve-O would technically be a four-timer. That's right. Because he came in one day, then he came in the very next day, and then a year later he came in. So he would be a four-timer. Hmm. Yeah, so him and Nikki are the leaders right now. Right. What about Snoop Dogg? That's just the one. He's a zero time. Yeah, we've never had him on. Yeah, we've never had him on. Tony, Tony his Sinbad next would be a three time if he comes one. in one more time. Yeah, yeah. Sinbad, yeah. Okay, well, Ben Bailey joins the three timers club today. Hopefully, we'll have that certificate printed out in time. Hey, before we shut down the votes for the Craigslist Freak of the Week semifinals, mm-hmm. which uh, people were voting furiously overnight. So we were down to the final six, the final six freaks of the year. So after we shut down the votes uh, momentarily, we'll have uh, one move on to the finals. One. One moves on to the finals. And then next week, the final semifinal match. And then the week following... It's the grand on. finale. It is on. But uh, before we get to that, man, I love this story. We were laughing about this uh, before the show. Uh, and, th- and this is why when a, when a social media influencer says something, take it with a grain because 
chances are they don't know what the hell they're talking about. You know what it's like? It's like when you go out to dinner with somebody and they say they're a quote-unquote wine expert. Uh -huh. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Do you really know? Oh, this thing's got legs. Get the hell out of here with your legs. Uh, you're a wine expert, and you also work at Wells Fargo. I don't know how you could uh, juggle the <laughs> yeah, two. In the, in, the, in the wine legs. department. Yeah. Wells Fargo. It's, got a, it's very oaky. Uh huh. It's got oaky notes. Get the f*** out of here. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. So you know the shoe store Payless, known for their very expensive shoes, right? Not, very no, expensive. It's the other way around. Payless, it's in the name. You pay less. Yes, that's correct. So in a marketing stunt, they built a pop-up store in Los Angeles. And they didn't say they were Payless. They called themselves Plessy. P-A-L-E-S-S-I. Palessi. Very fancy Italian name, huh? Yeah. This pop-up store, I believe, was in kind of a high-end mall. Palessi. <laughs> and they invited social media influencers from around the area to the grand opening. Hey, come check out this hip new store, Palessi. Do you have to whisper it every time? Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's European. <laughs> And the store, which looked very nice, the store was stocked with Payless shoes in disguise. So stuff you would get normally at a at a Payless store. Where is there even any in the area? Still? Payless? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. I think so. A yeah. thousand of them. Are there? Yeah. I think it's based out of St. Louis, isn't it? Uh -huh. I know there used to be one in Brentwood. As I say, dude, there's there's a gajillion. Yeah. They were they were were they going through some hard times? Yeah. Maybe over the past couple of years. Maybe they shut down some stores. Find a store. Let's do that. Find a store near you. Let's go ahead and type in. There used boop, to be boop, one in Brentwood. Boop, I know boop, that. Boop, Besides boop. the retail shift, you think that that would be one somewhat safe industry. Right. Wouldn't a Cheap everybody, shoes. Everybody, everybody needs, needs shoes. shoes? And you can only, I mean, even with your favorite four brands, you know as well as I do, a size 9 in Converse is a size 11 in Nike and a size Something in Adidas. Sure. So you got, I mean, you can order that crap online, but we've all been burned. Mm -hmm. This Ch is just chapter 11 in 2017. So. That's that's what I, yeah. what I thought. Yeah, I was going to say, this is just the, the St. Louis area, not too far out west, not mm -hmm. too far east. There's 22. Oh, wow. Okay. Holy that, yeah, that's what I heard. They fired, uh, they filed chapter 11. Yeah. J just a restructuring. Anyway, so they got this pop-up store, policy. Mm -hmm. They invite all these social media influencers to the grand opening. And uh, they even, um, I believe they even made like a very sleek website and a, and a fake store Instagram account. And about 80 influencers attended the grand opening celebration over two nights. And they shelled out over three grand. Three grand for shoes that were, I don't know, 15, 20 bucks. Whoa. 15, 20 bucks a pop. In fact, one shopper, and she's on camera saying, I spent... 640 bucks on a pair of boots, which represented a 1,800% markup. <laughs> Yikes. Hilarious. Into a camera, one social media influencer said she would pay 400 to 500 bucks for a pair of sneakers she'd get for 19.99 at Payless. And by the way, Payless wound up, wound up uh, giving everybody their money back once they... They told everybody this was a ruse. Wow. Oh, maybe that's why they're going in bankruptcy. 
giving money back? Yeah. Giving money back. Yeah, listen to this. Here are some of the uh, influencers. I would definitely spend two ninety five on a pump like this. Leslie could charge upwards of eight hundred dollars for their shoes. Uh -huh. Five hundred. Yeah. People are gonna be like, oh, "Where'd you get those? Those are amazing." These are actually from Payless. Shut up. No, you shut up. No. <laughs> shut. Shut up, influencer. I love when shut. I love. Let's see. I love when shut up is one <laughs> word and there's no T's. Shut. 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 It's spelled S H A W. Shut. Shut. Riz, shot. So essentially, they put it. They put a. They put a turd in a nice box. Yep, that's what it is. That's what it is. So great. That Good is, on him. The look on that girl's face when she goes, "Shut up!" Oh, she's totally taken. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, what a great stunt. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. And good on Payless. Really, just shows. Really, just shows that yeah, they got they got some good shoes there. I guess, huh? Yeah. Or people really don't know what the hell they're talking about. Mm -hmm. I think a combo of both. Yeah. I remember back in the day using using that store a few times, and it depends on what kind of shoe you're purchasing. If it's something with stitches, sure, it ain't gonna look so good. But you know, something else, they're fine. Still got a Buster Brown. Still got a Buster Brown shoes. <laughs> Probably. Remember those? Oh, yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Buster Browns. They have Wait, Airwalk. no. They, did they change it to Brown Shoe Company? Oh, I don't know. Brown Shoe Company yeah, from here. I think they own. I think Brown owns Payless, I believe. Right? Or yeah. they provide the shoes. No, Payless is from Dallas. And they're owned, they got bought by Wolverine Worldwide and Bloom Capital or something in Wolverine Worldwide. Wow, it's a cool name. That does sound cool. You know, what's crazy is, uh, I guess, Payless Shoe Source Division Collective Licensing International included Airwalk, Heinz Sports, Vision Streetwear, and Above the Room. Oh, Airwalk. Did they still make those shoes? Those yeah, they, were yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're back in Payless. Kind of oh, dude, back. dude. And Champion. So... A little, little inside baseball here. So when you get hired as an employee of Patrico Entertainment, I buy you shoes. Airwalks? For, well, there they are. Oh, I didn't even know they still made Airwalks. Yeah, and they look like they just completely stole... Converse. Yeah. Converse's style, so... So I guess Brown Shoe Company and Buster Brown are two different companies. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, Brown and Shoe is now called Calarius. Something like yeah. that. And yeah. Buster Brown is just... They just make shoes. They don't essentially, like... Like I found Buster Brown in Sears. I don't. I can't find a store. Mm. Yeah, it is I the think same there used company, to be. Though, yeah. I think there used to be Buster Brown stores. Maybe way back yeah, that when. Sounds familiar. It sounds like. Sounds like I may have been in one as a kid. Yeah, and Brown just turned to Calaris like, a couple what last year, two years ago. Buster Brown shoes that you could go to uh, Greenbrier Mall in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, good to know. We got or a whole Decatur, bunch of Georgia. local shoe companies. Yeah. Those, those Crevo boots that, uh, that Jeff and I have. Oh, you know, St. Louis is known for right their the toaster raviolis and, and boots. And shoes. boots. <laughs> that's it. Oh, is that true? Yep, that's oh, the guy that put it up. Uh, just flashed the message on the big screen. Oh, my happy birthday billboard is coming down today. Yep. Oh, oh, man. Oh. Oh. That's the guy that put it up. Sorry, guys. Riz's uh, birthday celebration is over. The billboard comes down uh, today. I, I never saw it. Let's do a, a letter writing <laughs> campaign. Everybody hashtag one more day. Oh, I, I never man. saw yeah. it. Yes. Well, here. Save you know the billboard. Save the billboard. Let's just, um, I'm going to go live up there. I'm, just, you're not taking this down. Let's just head there now. And we'll we just, got things to do. Well, we can uh, be yeah, on that. Monday. We need to head there. We have things to do. Yeah, this is the billboard on, what, 270 and 70? Ah, missed it. 
I just wasn't in that area the past month. <laughs> I drove by it once. I went, ah, as I drove by it. Ah, that's okay. That's all right. Oh, well. Yeah, I'm going to go live up there, and you're not. Yeah, this is like them, uh, you know, taking out a tree. You know, the, the hippies go live up there. Right. And they're not going to cut it down. They can't cut it down with me in there. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's shut down the votes for the Craigslist Freak of the Week, if you would. Shut them down? Yeah. Well, we're good. Oh, we're good. Okay, well, Remember, okay. ever since we moved in here, it actually worked. Yeah, the system the works pretty well. I thank you all for your votes. Again, it's a semi-final round of the Craigslist Freak of the Week. One of these three will be moving on to the next round, to the finals. One step closer to having their name etched on that Jerry Sandusky memorial plaque. I should have told you to grab the uh, the names for next week's semifinalists. Hold on. I got him. You sure? All yep. of them? Okay. Yep. Well, hold hold on to it. Okay. Hold on to it. All right. Here's how this week's competition shook out. In third place, and thank God never to be heard from again, <laughs> with 8% of your votes yesterday, it was nominee number three. Wheeler, Stalker, Jr. I'm sorry, this was nominee number one yesterday. In third place, Wheeler, Stalker, Jr. Let me watch you labor. Man for woman, 51-year-old male, Varna, Bulgaria. Are you pregnant and open-minded? Can I watch? Oh, this is the wrong one. Looking sorry. To watch sorry, guys. Sorry. 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 Let's uh, rewind that. In third place, <laughs> with 8% of your votes, it was nominee number one, Wheeler Stalker Jr. Meeting over coffee. Man for woman, 33-year-old, Fort St. John, British Columbia, Canada. Normally, I wouldn't bring this to the World Wide Web, but I am out of options. I don't know how to find her. I was three people behind you at the Tim Hortons last Thursday, and I can't stop thinking about you. I wanted to buy your coffee, but you ordered before I could build up the stones. I wanted to join you at your table, but again, I couldn't work up the courage until you were leaving. I wanted to walk you to your car, but you got into your late 2000 Nissan before I made my move. I wanted to say that I loved your beautiful sun-kissed blonde hair, but you pulled into your driveway before I got the chance to tell you. I sat in my car outside your house for four hours before I hit the door knocker. Yes, that was me. I ran away. You should know that your daughter is just as stunning as you are. Trust me, I'm not a stalker. I need to know if you had the same feelings for me. I feel that we locked eyes at least one time at the Tim Hortons. Can we meet up for coffee again? This time at your place. I already have the address. He he. Mm -hmm. I'll swing by next week when I see your car in the driveway. Get ready. Well, that's it for Wheeler Stalker Jr. Bah! 
Remember when I said yesterday that that should have 0% of the votes? Somebody that did vote for that sent me a message on social media, and they said the reason they voted for it is because there's so much detail. Like, oh, yeah. last Thursday, yeah. Tim Hortons, this hair, not door knocker. Like, it was, like, just so in detail that they said that they thought that person was a psycho. And it's the only one that's actually acted out so far. Who's actually gone yeah, through with something? Yeah, that's why I said house. he's the freak. That's why I keep going with it. Yeah, he's the only one has done it. Number three said that he had done it before. That is very true. He did. He said, yeah. "I prefer." We we're about to hear from him, but he said, "I prefer." Well, we're about to hear from from our uh, second place finisher, <laughs> our runner-up. Vote for him. Our runner-up with thirty-five percent of your votes. Nominee number three, Robert Crowney Jr. Here he is. Let me watch you labor. Man for woman, 51-year-old male, Varna, Bulgaria. Are you pregnant and open-minded? Can I watch? Looking to watch a live birth. And to be upfront and honest, it's because it turns me on. I'm not a doctor or scientist. And I'm just looking to watch you give birth the natural way so I can joe while it happens. <laughs> if you aren't okay with this, move on. Don't try to make me feel terrible. I'm not proud of it. I just love it. I've watched many births online and found that I get most excited when watching it in real life. If you are having an at-home or water birth, I am interested. But really prefer if you are doing it in a private hospital. Is filming it okay? I want that memory forever. Sinking someone between the age of 20, 35, dark hair, tan skin, very clean. I do love the blood and the after mess, but do not like bad skin or smelly body issues. If your husband or boyfriend wants to be there, fine. I can deal with that, but I would really prefer that it was just us. Instead of them stomaching, the whole ordeal, let me enjoy it. The messier, the better. If your doctor is not okay with what I am wanting to do, I could maybe just wear baggy clothes and hide it. I really want to try and time it out so as your new one enters the world, I am crossing the finish line. To every ending is a new beginning. Please. If you have any serious questions, email me. Thanks. Well, Thanks. Robert Crowney Jr. Bah! But I do applaud, in my opinion, the best name. Yeah, yes. The best name of the year. Yeah. I agree. In my opinion, best name of the year. Robert Crowney Jr., 35% of the vote. Goodbye. You didn't make it. Came close. But you just, he just couldn't do it. Not enough of a freak. I mean, it's freaky, but not as freaky as this guy. Oh, boy. Folks. I'm more upset we got to hear this another time. Your first finalist with 57% of your votes. The winner. Incestor. Gadget. Uh. I've fallen for her. Ranson Raves, 33-year-old, Bangkok, Thailand. Hey, guys. Hey. I expect to get some hate from this, but I don't care. Maybe I deserve it. Need help getting with my little sis, who I'm madly in love with. She is beautiful. 
She has beautiful dark hair and the most caring eyes that a man has ever seen. She has soft skin, and every time we embrace, I can't help but hold on for longer than I should. I can't get her out of my head. I have eyes for no one else. I know that once she is with me intimately, she will be smitten's too. <laughs> Help me make her love me. I will tell you where she will be. You seduce her. I will give you money to take her out to a nice meal. After you get her drunk, take her to her apartment and get ready to make love to her. Turn the lights out. I will already be in the bedroom and we will switch places. After we are done making love, you will turn the lights on and she will have already fallen for me. Please help. Contact me so we can go over the details. Are you up for it? No police, please. Thanks. You know, whenever he says uh, smittens, I think of a cat. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> <laughs> There's my cat, Smittens. I'm allergic. Well, there you go. Ancestor Gadget moving on to the finals. Oh, boy. So, next week, another semifinal match. And who do we got next week? We have. I mean, this is going to be tough. Bill Cosby. <laughs> okay. Oh, jeez. Batch Adams and the Duty Brothers. Ooh, oh, boy. My wow. Those are, there's a theme. And from there, only one. We'll go to the finals. Oh, my God. Oh, there man. is a theme. <laughs> yeah. There is a theme. The next semifinal match is themed out. Wow. And the theme is horrendous. Is there a favorite? Is there a one seat out of there? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. As you know, I did I did the math as far as whoever got the biggest percentage of a victory, like who was separated yeah. the furthest. So the number one seed going into it, which is a shock because they at one point were not in this competition Duty anymore. Brothers. The Duty Brothers. Yeah, remember they had a play back in. <laughs> oh, yeah. And do you know who eliminated the Duty Brothers? Incestor Gadget. Incestor Gadget. Wow. Ooh. So they could potentially they face again. off again <laughs> in the finals. Wow. Damn. Guys, this is why we play the game. So <laughs> Nerve-wracking. This is why we wow. play the game. This is why you Christmas. don't stop until the final whistle. This is why we do this. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Boy, exciting, huh? Uh, yes. End of the year excitement. I can't. Is it next week already? <laughs> Not yet. Almost. What about the week after? Nope. <laughs> is it two weeks from today no. right now? Oh, I can't wait. The sooner you go to sleep, the sooner the finals will get here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here is the Team Riz member of the day. All right, we uh, take our Team Riz member of the day from St. Charles today. It's Stephanie Edelman. Oh, Stephanie, way to go. Absolutely loves the Riz show. Cannot listen to any other morning show. She is a loyal podcast weirdo. Does not miss a second of the show. And is a Riz evangelist. Spreading the word. Spreading the gospel. And she loves how each one of us brings something different to the show. Jeff's creepiness. You're moons, welcome. And she put this in quotes. Thoughtfulness. Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I put it in quotes. <laughs> Patrico's energy, my relatable anger and humor. <laughs> nope, no, no quotes needed there. Yeah, nope. Got it. And even King Scott's terrible jokes. Oh, thank you. She just can't get enough. Well, thank you, Stephanie Edelman from St. Charles. The Team Riz member of the day gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. 
Uh, we'll get to your emails after the break. And before we get to that, this is your, and I'll give it to you. You may want to write, get a pen and paper, write this down. Your comprehensive holiday tipping guide. Oh. How much you should give each person. We'll go over the numbers next. Results before we get out of here. Remember those? Yeah. Remember those? Really neat. We'll, uh, we'll make our football picks. Friday fail stories. Some doozies today. And we'll get to your emails here in a second. 3146-WALKER is our phone number. 314-692-5537. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z Show. And your emails, Riz Show, at 1057thepoint.com. The holiday season is a time of giving. And with that in mind, I'm going to tell you who you should tip and how much you got to tip. <laughs> I love this because this is truly one of the things near the end of the year that I think people listening right now flock to the to the website to get. Oh, because yeah. Because they don't know. Yeah. I, I could be the first person to say that until we talk about this, I have no idea. Listen, it's, it's this is some advice, okay? Advice. This is not. This is not you know the gospel of of tipping, but this is some. This is a, a place to start. All right. Any questions first, like off the top of your head? I don't think so. Like who who you should tip or what you should tip? Any anybody in your life that you're wondering how much you should tip? The one thing that I've always been curious about is because like I know you're supposed to trip your uh, tip your trash guy. I know you're supposed mm -hmm. to do that, but what about like? Your mailman, because I know, like yes. they can't, they can't, they can't like accept cash or things no, like that, they right? They can't accept a gift over twenty dollars. Okay, so if I want to throw a twimp at him, that's fine. Whatever you give your postal, uh, you know, your postal worker, your friendly uh, mailman or mailwoman, it's got to be under twenty bucks. And their rule is for the year. They can't accept over fifty dollars from somebody. Do you guys see your mail carrier? Oh yeah, like you, you, I, I it's don't. the same person. Every, I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't. I mean, I I can see if I'm outside, I can see the truck, you know, come by, but I don't know if it's the same person. Oh yeah, if there's something that, that doesn't fit in the mailbox, he'll come to the door. Sure, that I get that. But what I'm saying is, could you largely possibly be tipping like myself if I wait for the mail guy to go out and I go, hey, here's nineteen dollars towards some coffee because it's got to be you know well, 20, twenty bucks, twenty well, bucks. Or you know what I'm saying? It may not be the the same person, and I don't want to not tip him if it is the same because especially around the holidays, yeah, there's good. a lot of filling. That's a great point. There's a lot of filling. I was just at the post office the other day looking for a package, and the lady said, oh, well, the guy who's filling in in your neighborhood. This week, because of holiday, blah 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 blah. So, yeah, I know my 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 mail guy. So, I I knew my old mail guy, but now that I'm in the new place and the mailbox isn't in front of my house, 
I think you should especially leave a tip. Oh, no, I'm going to. Yeah. I'm, no doubt about it. But, I mean, what I'm saying is, is like before, I could tell you exactly. If I saw the guy at Schnooks, I'd go, oh, there's my mail guy. Right. But this one, I don't know who the Should, hell. I, should I, I stand out there so? with a 20 and go, is oh, it I know you? Is it you that normally comes here? <laughs> if it is, here's $20. I know, the, I know the mail person. I know her well enough. But if I saw her out, I don't know. If uh, I, yeah, I, 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 could if easily. I saw my mail guy out. The, the people from that work behind the counter at the post office, I could definitely pick them. If up. I saw my mail guy out, I wouldn't know. Uh, I, my old guy, I, I, the guy in my old neighborhood, I definitely would. There's got to be a mail truck within the vicinity for me to recognize. <laughs> <laughs> if you got your uniform on, yeah. He's like, he's like, hey, do you remember me? You go, no. He grabs an envelope and you go, oh, oh my goodness, hey. Curtis, Mac, <laughs> Curtis. All right, if you have a regular babysitter, if you have a regular babysitter, up to one evening's pay as far as tip goes. All right. Uh, I know you guys have a regular barber. Yeah. Up to the cost of one haircut. You Sweet. I, that's what I did last time because he's he's actually going on a little trip. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, man, I know I want to give you something, a little something extra because I want you to use it on your trip. If you uh, I feel good now. If you uh, go to like a beauty salon, ladies, up to the cost of one salon visit divided for each staff member who works with you. Because I'm sure you got like one woman do your, your the shampooing, and then mm. you kind of go from station to station. Pro tip on that one: uh, give individual cards or small gifts uh, for those who work uh, who work on you. Uh, daycare provider: a gift from you or twenty five to seventy bucks for each staff member who works with your children, and small gifts from your children. So hmm. say that one again. A gift from you or 25 bucks to 70 bucks for each staff member who works with your children. Okay, so and my, a small gift so, from so, your kid. So there's there's the woman that runs the daycare and then there's the teacher that works with my son and the teacher that works for well, that works with my daughter. So do I get three gifts, the head and the two teachers or just the teachers? I think just the teachers. Okay. Cuz they work directly with your kids. Yeah, like the headmaster don't doesn't really. I mean, I'm sure there's some interaction, but not the primary daycare provider. Gotcha. Are my kids in high school? Do I just go in there with a case of Riz beer and just start yeah, passing around to the teachers? <laughs> uh, dog walker, if you have one of those, up to one week's pay. Uh, if you have a doorman, fifteen to eighty bucks, fifteen dollars or more uh, each for uh, multiple doorman. If you have a handyman, fifteen dollars to forty dollars for a tip. A housekeeper up to one uh, one week's pay. Nursing home employee, if you have an older relative in a nursing home you're taking care of, a gift that could be split between staffers, like a fruit basket or chocolates. Hmm. Oh, the ladies at the nursing home, they love the they chocolates. Love the they chocolates. Oh, is this a chocolate-covered cherry? Oh, I love those. <laughs> Happy holidays. A personal caregiver up to one week uh, to a month's salary. A personal trainer. Up to the cost of one session. If you have a building superintendent, twenty dollars to eighty bucks, and your trash collectors, ten dollars to thirty dollars. If your municipal it, I would imagine most trash collectors. But yeah, yeah, they allow it. Let me have it. It's cool. <laughs> That's cool. And now is about the time you'll see the envelopes on the bins as a reminder. Trash I man, have never, trash man Steve. never had I have that. never once never had that. ever, no matter what house I've lived in, I have never once had that happen. Uh, my last two houses, 
on the trash bins, there'd be a happy holidays letter. Never. Or happy holidays card from trash man Steve and uh, recycling Ron. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> As a little reminder. That's so funny. N- never have I seen that. That's, did it say uh, tips aren't ex- expected, but they're appreciated? No, know. but it's a little like hey, passive aggressive. I'm thinking hey. of you. Happy holidays. Okay, so so you said housekeeper, okay? Does that mean cleaning lady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, so, I mean, there are in-home housekeepers. Right, or, which is, which. that's why you said one week salary. I'm like, whoa. Or one week. So up to one cleaning visit or. Okay. Yeah, one session. Whenever, gotcha. Or a week salary. Yeah, if you have a cleaning lady that comes every, you know, week or two yeah. weeks. <laughs> the cost of one visit. Gotcha. Is the tip. Got it? Any other questions? <laughs> Someone in the chat room says, uh, so after all that... You're left with nothing. I was going to say, do yeah. you have to buy your friends and family something? No. <laughs> You're left Sorry, with kids. I gave the trash Everybody's got their hands out this mm-hmm. time of year, huh? And don't forget, a lot of people depend on these tips. That is true. Very, very true. You know, a lot of people, I guess, count this as uh, as income. Do you do... If you go out for a nice meal around this time... Or even cl- maybe Am closer. I a little more generous? Yeah, a little closer to Christmas. Do you go, hey, yeah, happy holidays. Thanks for uh, the tea. Thanks for bringing me my tea. Maybe unconsciously. Ooh, somebody here says uh, postal say carriers. Subconsciously. Subconsciously. Unconsciously. He was hammered. I get chloroformed and then <laughs> yeah, and somebody like, takes my uh, wallet <laughs> and just starts throwing out money. I don't know about restaurants. So that's what I meant. <laughs> uh, someone in the chat room says that postal Thank carriers you, are not supposed to receive cash. Uh, they say that they actually work for the Postal Service and carriers are pay, paid very, very well. So they're mm-hmm. not ex, not supposed to receive cash. So if you are tipping... Give card or check. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I think on the... Uh, Here's some stamps. They also, uh, they also accept uh, Venmo, too. Let me see here. Let's go to... To the source! To the uh, U.S. Postal Service. Here it is. This is from the U.S. Postal Service website. Employee tipping and gift-receiving policy. All postal employees, including carriers, must comply with the standards of ethical conduct for employees of the executive branch. Under these federal regulations, carriers are permitted to accept a gift worth $20 or less from a customer per occasion, such as Christmas. However, cash and cash equivalents, such as checks or gift cards that can be exchanged for cash, must Never be accepted oh. in any amount. So gift cards are a no. No gift cards that could be exchanged for cash. Your Visa gift cards. Your oh, so like a Target one you could you could do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That that would. That's what I'm that's thinking. What, yeah. that, that's the way I read it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Can you exchange a, a Visa gift card for cash? I mean, there's. No, I think that'd be all right. Actually. I don't you even can't know. Turn it I, in for I've cash. never even ever heard of a gift card exchange for cash. Yeah, maybe and, it's, maybe and it if exists. You figure out that uh, secret, please uh, yeah, tell us. Send it over. Because they, mm. they do, they have. I don't know if you've ever been to West County Mall during the holidays, but they have a place like a kiosk that you can go and sell your gift cards. Get out of here, really? And yeah, but if it's a fifty dollar, but if it's a fifty dollar gift card, you they'll give you thirty five bucks yeah, for yeah. it. Okay, cool. What about Gordman's bucks? Can I tip That's with that? Cole's cash. Do you accept Cole's cash? I'll lose fifteen dollars to get rid of my blockbuster. Gift card. Yeah. Furthermore, oh, no yeah. employee may accept more than fifty dollars worth of gifts from any one customer in any one calendar year. Period. I'm trying to find where you could ever do this. The the 
cash for a gift card, gift card for cash. So, yeah, this year when I give you guys all a Forever 21 gift card, oh, you can do yeah. whatever you want with those. Oh, awesome. well, that's awesome. I'll be yeah. spending that. <laughs> I'll buy a jacket for me, and then I'll turn the rest of it into gifts for other people. Uh, let's get to your emails. RizShow, 1057thepoint.com. Uh, hey, fellas, happy birthday, Riz. Just a quick hey. question. This is about our uh, pajammy, jammy, jammy, jam party uh-huh, on yes. New Year's Eve. Uh, this is Team Riz member Jeremy and his wife. They've been in the past. They don't drink alcohol. Uh, and they were. Uh, they said that the soda s- selections last year were uh, subpar. Uh, Coke and Diet Coke and Sprite. They're looking for some Diet Dr Pepper, some Dr Pepper, some Mountain Dew, some Diet Mountain Dew. And they're fully willing to bring in their own beverages. But if we could make that change for them, that'd be great. They're coming either way. So they're. Uh, I mean, not complaining. No, 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 no. But they're wanting more non-alcoholic. <clears throat> uh, d- choices. 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 They're, they're as being far very as the specific, though. Last Amen. year, there was Coke, Diet Coke, and Sprite, which I consider holy. You want me to buy like a two liter bottle of Mountain Dew for you? Uh, apparently, that would be okay, yes. Maybe some whistle. I'm, uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write that down. I'm going to hand it over to the powers that be. That's all I could do. Yeah. Okay. That, that's not a bad idea. Because yeah. those three, I'm do. sure, those three are there for mixers. So that's right. it's whatever that, the hotel provides. Yeah, that's yeah. what they have on hand. But uh, yeah, if we can accommodate, which I'd know, love to. That's not a bad. I'm idea. not sure whatever it's it, you know the the operators of the bars the hotel, yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever they, whatever they have. But all right, suggestion noted. Next, yeah. and uh, also noted, Jeremy sleeps in the nude, but he said he did buy some pajamas. Thank you. This, so what does he want? So. Mountain Dew, Diet Mountain Dew. What? Da- just, yeah, just the Dr. Pepper Peppers and the Peppers. Mountain Dews. That's what he wants. You got he, one. He wants. He wants it, I, and I understand, understand what he's saying. He wants one, it for greedy. some, for some sort of, you know, he wants it for variety, like the, not just your basics. Yeah. Which speaking of, speaking of, I gotta find the exact wording here. Where the hell is it? Speaking of our New Year's celebration, which by the way, tickets are on sale now. Uh, our friends over at Mattress Direct. So if you buy a ticket. If you buy a ticket this and you attend our New Year's celebration, mm-hmm. the Pajama Jammy Jam, over at the uh, Sheridan Westport Chalet, you will get yourself a Weirdo Performance Pillow, courtesy of Dang. Mattress Direct. That's right. Because you, uh, you get a pillowcase with our faces on them, so sleep with us every night. Mm. But we'll give you a pillow to go along with it. Thanks to Mattress Direct. And the best pillow, by the way, you've ever had. Mm -hmm. And I'm not kidding. I would love to have a camera set up in Mattress Direct when people come in and they put that pillow to their face the first time. Because I saw that last Friday. People going, (gasps) literally, it was just (gasps) every time they touch it to their face. You will get a complimentary standard size weirdo pillow courtesy of Mattress Direct with your ticket into the party. I have to go get another one because uh, my son took a nap in my bed. And ever since then, my pillow has been on his bed Mm. because he took it. It was a good pillow. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Listen, and, and we're not going to give you. Knows the difference. We're not going to give you the pillow there, because imagine everybody with a pillow. Pillow fighting the pajamas. That's a terrible idea. Hello. Those are pretty hefty pillows. You know and, what I mean? They would in a pillow yeah. fight. They yeah. would do and some performance. We'll give you a voucher, and then you go to mattress direct to get the pillow. So we we'll have okay, a fight free. with the voucher. And and that's so much better because imagine show even when it's like a blues giveaway, and they're like, "Hey, give free beer stein night." You're like, "This is awesome!" Now, now, now gonna I gotta carry, carry this. Yeah, and you don't want to leave it at the hotel if you stay no, overnight no. and that stuff. So. No, uh, get your tickets. 1057thepoint.com. There's the GA tickets where you just go to the party or the hotel overnight package which is a great value. 
Next. Uh, cereal is one of those things that just haunts me. I love cereal so much. I know how bad it is for you. And this is a great question about cereal. Uh, when you get a bowl of cereal and you pour milk into it, what does the milk become? Does it become a beverage, a broth, a gravy, or a sauce? Thanks. Love your guys' input. Right, it becomes so- cereal not milk. sauce. <laughs> it becomes milk that you put on your cereal. It doesn't become anything besides flavored milk that's in a bowl. Putting sauce on your cereal does not sound appealing. Now you're just altering the beverage. It started a beverage, still a beverage. Just altered. You know what it's called? It's called drank. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> drank. That's the answer they were looking for, go. I'm sure, Thank right you. there. Yeah, it's 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 a beverage. Right? Because you drink it at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, good. Thank you. If, Next. you if, if you put a glove in a bowl, it's still a glove, right? Makes sense? It's just in a different place. It's a than stretch, it but yeah, I get is. what you're saying. Yeah. Huh. Huh. doesn't change what it is. Uh, Riz is downplaying the rainbow vacuum gift that he gave. It I'm is... not downplaying it. You guys are. No, we're All not. Right. You you yourself said, I'm a terrible gift giver. I bought my wife a vacuum once. But I, that's, I that was said from it was your, a good vacuum. That was from your mouth. And here's, the, here's proof. Multiple units in one, this rainbow vacuum. Air purifier, vacuum. Can vacuum seal clothes for storage as well? That it can, yes. Done that. Uh, I mean, come on. What else do you need, uh, Sherry says. There are rainbow distributors that will come and do a demo at your house. Pretty sure you didn't do that, or at least you weren't there for it. No, we didn't do that. Uh, they don't usually sell you one unless they come and do a demo in your house. All I'm saying is Riz has great ideas for gifts. Usefulness is godliness. Well, thank you so much. Sherry, a podcast listener. Thank you, Sherry. Yeah. And also a rep for Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> That's expensive. That's an expensive vacuum cleaner. Mm. Next. Riz, I completely understand talking about uh, I can never uh, ever take a hint. I am told. This is talking about the gift oh, giving. presents, yeah. Yeah, presents. I'm uh, bad at picking up those kind of hints. The tells. What I should get. Uh, one year, I thought I got her the best gift. For almost a year, she said how she wants pots and pans, a new pot and pan set. Seemed like it was an everyday thing that she says. I thought, okay, I got the, I got the hint this time. Ordered to set off Amazon, mm-hmm. shipped to a buddy's house, and he even had his wife wrap it for me, since I can't wrap to save my life. Thought, hell yeah, I did good. She'll love it. Big box under the tree. Can't wait. Uh, she opens it. Nope. Christmas oh, Day came, wow. and she was not happy at all. She uh, told me boy. I bought her something for work. In other words, I bought her work. Like, here, go make food. Like, make me food? Yeah, like, here, make me food. Here, Here's a way to make me food. What did you want? It was so bad, her little brother had to tell her to knock her crap off and be happy. And the little brother was only 15 at the time. Oh, man. So, pots and pans. I would love salads. a new set of pots oh, and pans. Oh, hell, Yeah. That'd be exciting in my household. Just remember that, everybody. I would love pots and pans. Okay. Got if you gave your wife pots and pans, would you be pissed? That's why I gave her last year. <laughs> was she happy with them? Yeah. You use them today, right? Yeah. She, she, I said, well, she said that she wanted pots and pans. I said, which ones do you want? She said these. I said, all right, buy them. And Merry Christmas. And that's what she did. She so my happy. wife yesterday said, oh, my God, I got to show you something. She goes, I bought this new purse. What do you think? I'm like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> this close? This close to the holidays? Why don't you tell me I would have gone and bought it and wrapped yeah. it up? She goes, she you said, want me? let me see it. And you just go put it in a box and wrap it. She said, you want me to wrap this and put it on the tree? It would be great. <laughs> That's where you save yourself. Are you kidding me? That's what I got you for Christmas. Now I'll take it back. <laughs> that exact it. same uh, one. Man. Only mine was filled with hundreds. What the hell are you doing? He's going to give it to you. Next. Uh, I'm writing this from the line at Schnooks. 
This is Caitlin. Guys in his 40s had a cart full, and that's in all caps, of items. And apparently there are no baggers at this location. Homeboy, she calls him, uh, stood and watched the screen as the cashier scanned his items and continued staring while she bagged the cart full of crap that he bought. Even commenting about the price of his soda. So in other words, she's scanning and she's bagging. There's a line of people and this guy's just standing. Of course. It's all about him, huh? I Nobody thought, else in line. Common courtesy. Thought You're about the only human here in the store. I thought about Riz and his uh, taking the initiative to bag another's grocers, and I was trying to decode if this 40-something guy would get angry with me. I've never me. bagged anybody else's groceries. Don't get that twisted. Have she, I ever said that? I've never bagged somebody else's. So. No. Not that I recall. Bagged my own. She's 23, and she was wondering if he would get upset if she jumped in and started bagging his groceries, something he clearly could not be bothered to do himself. If I saw you do that, I would hail you as a hero. Yeah. You're a hero in my eyes, but I would never do it. I think I may, depending on... I, I'm not against the idea of probably doing it, but I don't know if I would. You know, I would I'm, never I, touch another I may do something. Hey, you want me to help you out with that? If it's an older person, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's something You mean different. the cashier? No, 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 the, no, no. The customer. The customer. Yeah, that, that's... You need a hand with that? That's something I'll put different. it in your cart. I'm talking about, like, if it's a 40-year-old guy that's sitting there because he's bagging because he's being lazy, yeah. then I'm not going it's to. It's laziness. As the line's building up. The last time I went to Schnucks, this I was put in this scenario for the, for one of the first times since I was talking about it. The, you know, I put it was right before Thanksgiving, so they were packed. I mean, they were jamming in that Schnucks, and I was putting stuff on the conveyor belt. And as I was putting stuff on the conveyor belt, I sat there and I said, uh, "I, you know, the woman that was checking me out yelled like two lanes down and went, "Hey, Mark, I'm gonna need you over here when you get a second. And I looked at her and I said. I can help out. Yeah, there you go. And I walked to the end. I started putting stuff in, and then he came up, and he literally looked at me. He was an older guy. He looked at me, and he goes, I got it from here, champ. Okay, great. Said, champ. All right. Great. Thank oh, you. champed you? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That, that went, system right. is streamlined. You do some, and then he takes over? I think I really upset the guy, though, because I was just throwing stuff in the bags willy-nilly. Oh, I had no, no. sense. That's somebody who's worked at a grocery yeah. store. Uh, did you work at a grocery store? I, I haven't heard that a before. A&P in Orangeburg. Huh. <laughs> Schnooks. Crestwood. I'm a great bagger. Nope. All the A and P's close. I believe so. I think they did. Yeah. I believe so. Uh, all right. One more, Jeff. Uh, let's see. Future Team Riz member Ben here just wanted to help fuel Riz's hotel room paranoia a bit, and I apologize if you're eating. Uh, this morning, after staying in a hotel in Louisville, Kentucky, I decided to take a shower before starting my day like any normal person would do. As I'm showering, I notice the tub is beginning to fill with water oh, gradually. Oh, no. You ever been in a hotel and it's done that? I don't believe I have, thankfully. Like, in, in, like, the bathtub kind of shower thing, <laughs> we got to step into the tub and there's the shower head. Oh, yeah, in Indonesia. And, and it starts. Uh, the water starts. And the water filling starts up. filling Ooh. up in the tub. Yeah, that happened. That happened in the shower, and then it happened in the tub after I couldn't use the shower. That all happened right after reading a sign on the mirror that said, "Do not let the water touch your lips." That was a great night. Oh boy! There's also a blood stain on the carpet. Well, as the water's filling up, you go, "Why is it filling up? What is clogging this thing?" Yeah, I didn't ask. Uh, that is now touching me. I just didn't shower. Continue, Jeff. All right, so Ben says, uh, since the plug is up, in other words, it should be draining, I decided there's nothing I can do about it. Hurried up with the shower and got the hell out of there, out of the shower, that is. All of a sudden, I looked down after rinsing my hair to find a gerbil-sized ball of hair beginning to work its way oh my up God. out of the drain. Like it's climbing out of the drain at him. 
Needless mm. to say, I ended the shower immediately and called down to the front desk. They were... Continue. They were very nice. They were nice enough to allow me to use another room to shower in, but I couldn't help but stare at that drain waiting for another hairball to appear. Mm, Keep yep. up the great work. You guys are awesome. Ben. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for your emails. The Rizzuto Show. <laughs> <laughs> A gerbil size hairball. Yikes. The, the fact that you look down and you see it like coming out of yep. the drain at uh, you. Maybe it was the jerk. Ben Bailey is going to be here shortly. He'll probably be around uh, 7.30. Cash cab zone. Ben Bailey. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So we'll start with the local stuff. Uh, four St. Louis police officers were indicted yesterday on federal charges claiming that three of them beat an undercover officer during the protests in September of last year. These were during the uh, the Stockley protests. Prosecutors say that officers Dustin Boone, Randy Hayes, Christopher Myers threw the undercover cop on the ground. That's right, an undercover cop on the ground, kicked him and hit him with a police baton. The undercover was uh, was working to document criminal activity within the protests. So the undercover was keeping an eye on the protesters and the police officers. I mean, from what I read in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, they beat the hell out of this guy. In fact, he hasn't been back this to work was a, since. This is an undercover. So yeah. they beat the hell out of an undercover who was there to make sure that, hey, I'm like in the mix of the of the protesters to make sure everything's right. okay. Right. Wow, that's crazy that they even have undercovers like that. The, uh, the other officer, Bailey Coletta, is accused of lying to a federal grand jury investigating what happened. All four members are of the, uh, the uh, St. Louis uh, Police Officers Association, which is providing them with legal representation. They're members of the association. And if convicted, they could face up to 20 years in prison. Although recommended federal sentencing guidelines will likely call for much less prison time, but... So that's, uh, that's the big story locally. Uh, two brothers over on the Illinois side are looking at charges for allegedly supplying fentanyl to a 20-year-old woman who died. So back in February, Camille, uh, Camille Alton from Alton overdosed on fentanyl uh, at a house in Godfrey. Cops said that she bought the fentanyl from 23-year-old Derek Day and his 23, uh, I'm sorry, 32-year-old brother Darren. Camille, taken to the hospital, died two days later. Mm. And the way they're saying, I mean, she inhaled the stuff, she passed out, and she died. Just like that. Damn. And Alton's police chief said that his officers were determined to track down the people who supplied her with the drugs. And they spent months talking to witnesses. And they built a case. The Day brothers charged with drug-induced homicide and controlled substance trafficking. The one brother, Derek, was already in jail on a separate case. No, he can just stay there and get comfortable. And they're looking at a lot of time. Good. 
behind bars of convicted. A woman was found dead on an apartment complex roof in St. Anne. And police are thinking Ambien may have played a role. And this was an older woman at the Santa Ana Apartments in St. Anne. And there's apparently no rooftop access at this apartment complex. But because of construction, the woman was able to get to the roof through a door that's typically locked. And police say they think this woman took more Ambien than she was prescribed and was sleepwalking through the apartment building. Wow, that's crazy. This stuff is so, so scary. So what what caused her? Would the, did she overdose on Ambien? Well, because of the cold temperatures on Monday night, uh, she was up there on the roof. And they think high winds, cold temperature, she may have died of hypothermia. They're waiting for the, uh, for the autopsy results. And they're not suspecting any foul play. On Ambien, she wandered up there. That stuff is so scary. That's why I threw it out, man. I had a prescription. Threw it out. Mm-hmm. Night crimes. I keep telling you, night crimes. People walking out of windows. Look at this. This woman walked onto the roof of a building and died. Nice. I don't know how I would react on Ambien. I, I don't even. I, I don't even really know what it, it is. I uh, see. I don't sleepwalk or sleep talk or anything like that. But uh, I don't know. That's all. That stuff scares. Melatonin scares me. Mm-hmm. The melatonin just makes me fall asleep. The Zambian stuff makes me, it's a deep sleep too. I will blink and it'll be eight hours later. I don't I'll know. Wake up. I don't know if this is true or not, but uh, Sherry in the chair room says that on the news, they said that she can't walk on her own. Really? Oh, I didn't see that part. If that's the case, wow. I know they said, they. I, I didn't see an age on this woman. They said an elderly woman, older woman. Wandered up there. Wow. A a creepster in Union is in jail thanks to an organization called Truckers Against Predators. Anybody know about these guys? Mm -hmm. Truckers Against Predators. I like them so far. So this guy, 36-year-old Joshua Mastin, been charged with trying to lure a 12-year-old girl for sex. Now, these uh, Truckers Against Predators, they go into chat rooms, which are, you know, uh, usually frequented by young people. Usually these chat rooms where, you know, young kids hang out online. And uh, at first they'll pose as a woman wanting to hang out with somebody. And then they tell responders they're only 12. Most people bail out. But not people like our Joshua from this story. This, we got this video sent to us a bunch. Oh, yes, great. Oh, it's, it's, it's really, I mean, I hate to say that it's great, but I mean, it's, the 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 this end is result is great. Yeah. yeah, they they arrange they arrange uh, a meetup for sex and they video the whole thing, and that's how they nailed Josh this past Sunday. And Union's police chief said, "Hey, you know what? We're cool with what they're doing," and he said his detectives will accept any information from anyone or group, uh, but he'd like his officers to be there when the confrontation happens. But uh, Joshua has been charged with first degree attempted statutory rape of a child under the age of fourteen and attempted enticement of a child less than 15. And the group says, listen, we're not we're not vigilantes. We don't detain the men. We don't touch them. We just video them. Yeah. And we, we gather evidence. Did you watch the video? Oh, yeah. When, and then he honestly, like, yeah, I mean, you, you've seen these videos before where somebody confronts somebody and they're like, oh, I thought she was lying. I thought she was 17. Or I saw a picture. She looked 18 or whatever they say. This guy, they were like, he was like, you do this before? And he's like, no, this is my first. And he was like, ah. Like, it was so uncomfortable. Have you seen the video, Jeff? No, I'm watching the 
uh, news story right now. I'm just uh, watching Rocky Madden talk to me right now. Yeah, again, they don't touch these guys. Yeah, he he they walks don't up. Them. He's he's like hanging oh, out at go. a hotel. He's like leaning up against the the a column, and the guy comes from the top or from the stairs, turns the corner, has his camera out, and he goes, "Hey, man, let's go ahead and not move. I'm just videotaping you for my safety, for your safety, so you can't say mm-hmm. I hit you, and I can't say that you hit me. Why are you here?" And then he starts walking. He goes, "No, no, just wait. Just talk to me. Why are you here?" And he, I, I mean, he doesn't really like yell at him. But he makes it very clear, like he's like, "Do you realize what the hell you're doing?" So far, they've confronted uh, forty-three people, and half are actually in the judicial system now. You know, going through the process. About twenty-five of those forty-three are from the St. Louis area. So I applaud these guys. <laughs> in some some municipalities, the cops are spread so thin they can't possibly police everywhere. And some of these cyber crimes, I mean, it's so dangerous. Yeah. yeah. I know a and dude. It's, it's good to know that these guys are watching out. I know a dude who does, or at least he did anyway. Uh, uh, he was he was one of those uh, police officers, cyber crime police officers, and the stories that he has told and the things that he has read and seen are mm-hmm. just, uh, they're horrific. Listen, as long as these guys are not, you know, taking the law into their own hands. Yeah. And our vigilantes and dishing out justice. Remember, this was years ago that we found uh, that video series of the guy that would catch truckers. Oh, rest stops? Not not at rest rest stops. Just truckers that would that would pull in somewhere and and call ladies of the uh, of the evening, and then pull their trucks over and get in the beds of the trucks. Oh yeah, remember that? And he would just literally walk up to the to the truck and throw it open and have them on video. And you go, hey, how you doing? And the guy was like, uh, 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 she was sick. She was sick. I was making sure she felt okay. <laughs> like taking her temperature. Uh, and finally, locally, have you seen those uh, Domino's Pizza commercials, the paving for pizza commercials? Yes. Sure. So back in June, Domino's asked people to nominate their town to grant, uh, for a grant to fix potholes. And in the commercial, you see like a Domino's truck, like a dump truck, and they fill potholes. Yep. And this is after somebody picking up their pizza and they're driving, they hit a pothole and the pizza goes on the floor. So they're making good Domino's, and they're actually coming to Franklin County. Hmm. St. Clair, to be specific. And they were chosen out of more than 137,000 nominations. So Domino's is giving the city a $5,000 grant. And the city said they're going to decide how the money's allocated. They're going to uh, look at the worst roads this coming spring and put the money towards fixing, fixing potholes. But the grant stipulates that uh, they have to spend the money by next May. So Domino's making good on that whole promise, fixing potholes. Good on them, man. And uh, St. Clair County, that's where, or St. Clair and Franklin County, that's where they're going. All right, that is the local stuff. We'll, uh, we'll welcome Ben Bailey into the studio next and get to some national stories. You heard what happened with that uh, Southwest flight? Oh, Why yeah. Southwest yeah. Airlines <laughs> is issuing an apology? Uh, I'd love Ben it's Bailey's take on this. Ridiculous. The Rizzuto Show. Hi, welcome back to phone number 314-6Walker, 314-692-5537. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. And guess who's back? Mr. Ben Bailey's here. Hey, yeah, yeah. What a welcome. Thanks, guys. Oh, What's hi. going on? Oh, hi there. It's been uh, it's been a little over a year. Has since, it been uh, that long already? Wow, man. May Time flies. May 12th, 2017. Time flies when you're not having any fun at all. Welcome to our new studio, by the way. Yeah, this is great, man. You like it? it? Yeah. We're not downtown. We have a nice window. You could see 
cars and yeah. life. Yeah. There's life? a building right there. Death. There's a building. There's a, t there's a uh, radio tower. You didn't have to run from the parking lot there? <laughs> didn't have to run, yeah. You don't yeah. smell like gunpowder when you came yeah. in? Oh, yeah. that's so great. I was getting used to that. <laughs> Uh, that see, downtown uh, crime feel. See, uh, see Ben at the uh, Funny Bone this weekend. And, la you know, last time you were here, I think it was either that day or maybe the day before you announced that you were going back to Cash Cab. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We were just talking about that on the way over. Yeah. And we just did another, we finished another season, uh, I guess, three months ago or something. Congratulations, man. Thanks. On all your success. Thanks, man. Two think, we're back for two years already. Or, you know, two, two runs already. So I that's think, crazy. I think the first time you were on with us, because this will be your third time with us, uh, the first time you were on with us, I think I was bitching that they got somebody else. They got the woman driving around. In the oh, cab. right. Yeah, they did yeah. the Chicago in one. Chicago. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. Oh, I Nobody liked that. <laughs> that was, it, was, it was called that. Yuck. Yeah, it's right? yuck. Yeah, it was, it was, it was called, cash cab. Yuck. Cash cab yuck. Chicago. Nobody wants this. Yuck. <laughs> it just said, why? Why? Why did you do this? So I the, felt bad for that girl. They kind of, she, she was kind of put in a bad spot. Yeah. They're yeah. trying to make her act like me and stuff. And, and it was like, yeah, let, her, let her do her own thing or just don't do it. Or you let know, me you, host the show. This yeah, is my show. Yeah. <laughs> you never want to be the, the person to replace the person. You want yeah. to be maybe the second down the road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. But, you, you know, it's funny. There's only a couple of instances where they successfully, like, replaced a person. Like, uh, and I don't mean a game show host. That we're, we're, like, more interchangeable. But, like, actors. Like, if you remember on Cheers, Coach. Oh, yeah. Coach died. Uh -huh. And then Woody. Like, yeah, and he, he became, yeah. you know. The yeah. most amazing job right. of, like, filling that mm -hmm. void, Although, you look know. At, look at Drew Carey. Drew yeah, that's Carroll true. Replaced, yeah, uh, replaced Bob Barker, and he's slowly yeah. turning into Bob Barker. Yeah, that I don't know is if you've noticed, but <laughs> yeah, weird, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> he looks so. Well, different how are you? Now. But you got to drop eighty pounds. You got to drop eighty okay. pounds. And What's right. the rumor about him? Oh, we talked about this the other day. Uh, the sex dungeon, right? Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the Drew Carey's got a sex dungeon. Wait a minute, and he's what? into like kinky, like BDSM stuff. You know, I've I know Drew, and he's never invited me into the dungeon. <laughs> One time, I'm so Did you tell him offended. that you're into it, though? I don't know him well, but I know him a little bit. <laughs> well, look at look. Maybe that I was pushing too we, hard. You know what? Snopes that. That's yeah, real. Is that a real, like a real yeah, thing it's about him? The thing that we've heard, yeah. And I know he was in the day. He was into strippers and all that kind of stuff too. Yeah, yeah. But, but he's like, got a great book out. Such a nice guy. Yeah. Oh, he seems Super like nice. a really nice guy. He, I, I nice told guy. you this before. Yeah. I had him on the old morning show, and then like two years later, he's in for a Bob Costas thing, and I went to the Bob Costas thing, and he came over to me and said, "Hey, wasn't I on your show?" Two years later. Yeah, like, he remember remembered you? you yeah, and came I thought and said that was hi and everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a super nice dude. Until, hey, he's, until he's, he's got you in the dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> and everything changes. Hey, were you in my dungeon? <laughs> hey, didn't I have you chained to a chair a couple years ago? Put your hands behind like your back. Week? Oh, yeah, I recognize you now. <laughs> All it says here is this is an article that talks about people that are open about their love for BDSM. And it says some other celebrities that have been quoted as being into BDSM include... Ben Bailey. Drew Carey, Ben <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> That's news to me, man. Host of Cash Cab Chicago. She's on it. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> no, but it does mention Drew Carey's name as being one of the people that are uh, have been quoted as being into BDSM. Yeah, the woman well, who took man. over for Cash Cab was, was stepping into a, a pretty bad situation. Yeah. Yeah, they were, like, trying to get her to... to Yell red light challenge and like do things because it was my crew that did that crewed that show. Oh really? Yeah, I was and I was like getting daily reports from them. Oh, like how's it going? They were like, oh, this is not good. Dude. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So I think she did a pretty good job with the situation she was throwing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're back, which is great. Yeah, yeah man. I can yeah. watch Cash Cab again. <laughs> yeah. So you guys just wrapped up another season. This is number eight. 
Uh, total? This is this yeah. was number 13. 13 yeah. total? Yeah, we've done uh, like 460-some yeah. episodes of the show at wow, this point. Wow, congrats. It's pretty, thanks. It's pretty hey, ridiculous. Just so everybody right? knows, you know, yeah. Ben is more than Cash Cab. He's been a comic for 25 years. Right. Yeah, man. That's a, that's a nice pull. That you knew that. 25 years. I was like, I was doing the math like, wow, I'm getting old. It's 25 years. 25 (laughs) years since I started, yeah. 25 years traveling the country. I'm starting to get the hang of it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Since uh, since you've been here, I think uh, I I should let him know I did a little stand-up myself. Here we go. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. How'd it go, man? It was great. Let's move on. Yeah? It went great. Everybody crushed it. I think he got a Grammy nomination. I'm not sure. It's recorded. Crushed it. For the first one. Anytime, if it's a word that sounds like comedy. He's like, I did a tight five once to a sold out crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Where did you do it? I did it, uh, I think it was, it was right around the time that you were you were here with us. Everything happened last time I was here. Yeah, yeah. It's all over now. I did a tight five, uh, crushed it, retired. Mm -hmm. And that was it. Never again. You didn't get a record deal? I cannot put myself through it again. (laughs) I mentally tortured myself for months Prior to it. Honestly? You, Honestly like you're really stressing about it uh-huh. and writing and... Listen, I'm on the radio four hours a day, five days a week. This is easy. Compared I got to these five guys. minutes on stage. Yeah. I got these guys that could that, that could pick me up if I fall. Right. Guys? On stage. <laughs> yeah, what you do all the he said, time. He, he, said, he said can. Can. Not can, not can. Yeah, yeah, not they haven't yet, but they're there That's for me. That's messed up, yeah. Riz. That's cool. Let's How did you like going. it, man? I uh, loved it. It's pretty Absolutely cool, Absolutely right? loved it. When you get a big laugh, did you get a big laugh? Oh, yeah. It feels pretty it was great, it was, right? It was, uh, nothing like it. It was orgasmic, I, yeah. I gotta say it. Yeah. I gotta uh, say it was like I was nothing. I don't want you to say that again. <laughs> <laughs> That's too early in the morning prepared. for orgasmic. <laughs> I, uh, Gallagher I, was, show. I was prepared. I I'd rehearsed uh, in front of a mirror with a hairbrush. Did you do the thing with the big hammer and you smash the... <laughs> with the fruit? <laughs> <laughs> he went full Gallagher. <laughs> Who wants to see me smashing fruit? That's what I did. <laughs> no, what the, what the funny thing was, so I was waiting for, so that there was the host on stage, and she did her thing, and I was waiting off in the wings, and uh, I had a drink in my hand, and I said, damn it, I don't know what to do with my hands when I'm up there. Right, yeah. That was the one thing I didn't think of. What do I do with my hands? Did you use them? Did you get expressive? You know what I did? I took the microphone on my left hand, and my sorry, my right hand, and leaned up against the mic stand on my left. And got there you go. Hands are occupied. You don't have to worry about it. And I had this out of body experience where I was floating above the stage. Hmm. Wow. And I was looking down upon myself, telling jokes, yuck, 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 making people laugh. <laughs> Next thing you know, I see the red light. Done. Thunderous applause. Retired. Uh, That's retired. It, never again. And right into retirement. Never if again. If only I had been so smart. <laughs> never, never again. 25 <laughs> years ago, if I had only of? made the same decision. The first <laughs> round of applause you get, you go, thank you. Thank you. That's it. Good night well, and, and good and, luck. And, and, and I'm you going just to talk school. about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going back to And you were there when this happened. So, uh, you know, the place was packed with our listeners. And a woman came up right before I went on stage. And she says, I'm here to watch you fail. Oh, that was nice of her. Yeah. I called her the C word. <laughs> did, did you really? Right yeah, to her face. Really oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Turns out she wasn't Catholic right after all. That is fantastic. That's exactly what she deserved. Uh-huh. I'm here to watch you fail. And oh, like, I came you here to watch stupid. you fail. And I called her the C word. <laughs> and what did she do? Did she laugh? She laughed. I don't know. She was like, she you might be good at she this. She laughed, but <laughs> she was laugh. also kind of like. That was a chuckle. It was this. She went, ha, ha. Yeah, it was a chuckle. How dare you? 
I came here to watch you fail. I think over 50% of the people were there to watch you fail. I know, but you know what? They don't got to tell me that. Say it, yeah. You don't tell that to somebody right before they go on stage. Right. Well, you, it was your first lesson in handling a heckler, and I think you uh, passed with flying colors. <laughs> you oh, kind of went right there to was the age. He went all the way to the end, <laughs> the, to the end game there on the first. <laughs> the female comedian that went on before him, uh, she w- she wasn't on top of her game. Let's say that night. Okay. And in the middle of her telling a joke, somebody goes from the crowd, "Slow down." Oh, yeah. And I was like, wow. oh, my God. Oh, I wanted crap. to leave. Like, I know I'm here to see Riz, down. but I want to leave. Well, and so, she, was, know, she was going to, she was talking too fast. It was fast. just, it was kind of all over the place. And I mean, this. <laughs> Somebody goes, oh, and, and I was backstage with. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of her uh, style, though. With some of the other comics. And, and they go, oof, good luck. I was like, oh, my good God. Yeah. Have fun out there. Oh, my God. We all came to watch hey, you Lest fail. you think this was a display of bravery, don't forget. We respect what you guys do so much, and yeah. it's such an intense and scary and, and Thank you, Moon. Uh, yeah, uh, true. underappreciated true. talent that this was a punishment for him. Uh, okay. He lost essentially he a lost game. He lost a bet and had to do it. Yeah. Yeah. He lost a game and had to but do it. But it's something I always wanted to do. Well, that's cool that you that you actually did it. So now I had you know. to. I was forced to do it. Wow. What was the game? We had to pick real or fake breasts. And, <laughs> and he lost. And you lost. Yeah, I lost. <laughs> and, and that wasn't out something outside well, of work. That's actually our work. Here. I always yeah, thought I'd be pretty good at, at that game. You think you are? You think you are? Some of them are pretty good now. Yeah, and then oh. you have uh, castmates, members uh, tattooed, uh, their initials tattooed on your arms. That's yeah, what I Yeah, we have this real or fake competition every week. For real? Yeah, it's not messing around. Yeah, no, we're not. Yeah, he's got initials tattooed on him. Oh, wow, you sure do. He does. That's right. That's him. Oh, man. And Riz is, is, I'll show you that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all right. I'll take your word for that one. <laughs> we had, um, great script. We had Jeremy Piven I love in the here font. a couple weeks ago. Oh, Jeremy that's Piven, too bad. Who's, <laughs> just kidding. Who's now, you know, who's now, <laughs> and Jeremy Piven is now doing stand-up. So he's I going heard. around doing heard, stand-up. Yeah. And, and I went <laughs> with my wife. We got a babysitter to go see Jeremy Piven. Yeah. And uh, did you he, tell him you went to watch him fail? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an a hole. That's like going to a race car driver up over the race. Hey, I hope you crash. Yeah. All right. See ya. Yeah. We just came to Come watch on. you crash. You went to see Piven? How was he? Was he? It was the Friday 10 o'clock show. Wow. That's a bad one to. Uh, if there's one show that's consistently not great, it's the Friday late that's show. That's why I went. Right. Just to see him on the. Just to see how he would handle it. Right. And uh, there were some some drunkies in the crowd. I'll bet there were. Yeah, I, w- I wonder what kind of crowd he would get. I mean, he, he's, he just started doing stand-up, right? Yeah. But he can sell tickets because he's Jeremy Pitt. Yeah, and everybody's yelling out, Ari Gold! Ari right. Gold! Do Ari yeah. from Entourage! And there was a guy just hammered in the front. Wow. Uh, just every everything he'd say, and this guy would, would kind of repeat back to him or have a comment. Loud. Oh, man. How is that guy in every town? <laughs> those guys, there's one of those everywhere. Yeah. You just He's look right. at that guy and go, hey, I'm going to Louisville now. Let's go. Yeah. You See know? you next week. <sighs> and you know, See you next Tuesday. You, you could tell he's not a seasoned pro. He's not a seasoned pro because <laughs> it knocked him off his game a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he, what, six months or a year he's been doing it or something? Yeah. That's when I first heard. That's tough, man. Tough to like have another career and then just go, all right, you know what? I think I'm going to do stand-up. Well, how do you handle I feel like he had nowhere else to turn. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, he's had, he's had a kind of a bad run with things. Yeah, past and, uh, past year or two, he's had mm-hmm. a bad, you know, a bad run. And he's like, you could be a comedian, no matter, it doesn't matter. I mean, he was good. <laughs> as I long mean, as you good. could sell tickets, no one cares, they'll put you up there. Right. He was good. You know, yeah. he did some impressions and... Oh, really? Yeah. 
That's interesting. Who did, what impressions does he do? Oh, uh, who did he do? He did Stallone. He does, um... Stallone. He did. Uh... <laughs> he does Stallone. Really. He did Stallone. So he's like an '80s comic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who else he did. He did uh, uh, Stallone. Frank Stallone. Stallone. He did Frank Stallone. Then he did Mrs. Stallone. Their mom. <laughs> Yeah, we did Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone. Everybody does Sylvester. Frank Stallone. Breakfast at the Stallone's house, starring Jeremy Piven. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, he did some impressions. You know, did some entourage stories. That was an hour and a half later. I bet there's some crazy stories from entourage. Mike Tyson as well. Oh, I just looked at Mike Tyson. He's doing all the tough ones. Christopher Walken. It's like Ronald Reagan Is there any impressions that I need to that I need to hone my craft? Where it sounds like somebody's grabbing my tongue and I had a stroke. At the same time, ah, Stallone. Yeah, did Tyson, Christopher Walken next? And uh... I think I'm going to get a call about trashing him. We have the same Booker. Nah, like, could you not slam my other clients on the I morning think you radio? Could, you could beat him up. I think maybe I yeah, could, you could take, take him. him. Yeah. yeah, you could take him. I'm pretty sure. Have you ever wanted to fight a heckler? Yeah. Has it come down to that? I've physically removed hecklers from clubs before. Get out! Yeah. Well, yeah, you're like yeah. six seven. I'm not. I'm six six. A little bit less. And I. Uh, I wouldn't heckle you. Even if I was that style, I would not see a man of your stature and go, this is a guy I can take. I've said that. I've like, I've said to one guy, I was just like, can you see me? Because <laughs> you seem to think there's like, there's something protecting you from, there's I nothing started, in in between us. I've started the show. <laughs> yeah. You know that, right? You're interrupting me and you're making me very angry. And I don't know if you can tell, but. Was it something There's you not said? a barrier. I'm not on TV here. Are like, you heckling the little guy behind me? <laughs> was it something you said? That set oh, him that, off? No, no, he's just, uh, just. You know, Tough guy, kind of heckling everybody. Oh, really? Yeah, this one guy. That was like the first piece of press I ever got. There was it was a write up in Time Out New York. Uh-huh. Uh huh. An article called "Throwing Punchlines." I remember yeah. because because I, I I threw I removed a guy from the crowd. I, yeah. I picked him up by his neck and carried him into the men's room. Holy yeah, you can't cow. do that stuff anymore. Awesome. No, oh, he can't. totally deserved the bounce. There was no bouncer. The bouncer uh, was late on the subway or something, and this guy was ruining the show. And I was in the back trying to work out a set. Do you uh, remember what uh, what club it was at? Yeah, it was at the Comedy Cellar in New York. Okay, and I, I've told you guys I've been there a bunch of times. Yeah, and it's small. Small, yeah. It's a small place. They have a new. They have several rooms now, but this mm -hmm. is the old original uh, cellar room. Very small room. I watched the guy ruin like five comics sets in a row, just drunk and interrupting and. I was already in trouble with the club for my temper and like getting angry and, <laughs> oh, and I was goodness. I was like sitting in the back like just stay focused on your notes. I'm like I'm going to I'm just going to stick to the show, work out my set. Uh-huh. I went up there. I lasted like 8 minutes ignoring the guy. And then I and every he was one of those hecklers like everybody knew his name. His oh, name was yeah. James. Oh. Everyone knew his name by uh, And finally I said Jimmy. I said guys, are you going to you guys going to go crazy if I go over there and uh Pick James up by the neck and throw him into the men's room, <laughs> and they went crazy. Oh my God, I would pay extra. They went absolutely. No, I had no intention of actually doing it when I said it. <laughs> uh huh. But they, the crowd went so crazy that and I you just got, you got into the moment. I just got caught up in it, and uh, and I did just that. I pulled him out of his seat, picked him up, and pushed him through one, and then the ne one door into like the little hallway. Yeah. For the entrance to both bathrooms, and then through the door of the men's room and into the wall. And up against the 
against the wall in there, and his feet were hanging. And he, <laughs> and I can't say exactly what he said, but he he he, he basically he could, he was like, was he scared. apologetic? He was scared to death. And he goes he goes, what the f is going on? And I was like, all part of the show, James. <laughs> <laughs> and I let him go, and he slumped to the floor. And I went back out into the club, and thunderous stand, applause, standing yeah, over. Everyone was on their feet. And of then uh, they they cheered me on. And I came, I went back on the stage. They were going crazy, and I was like, "Thanks a lot, good night." And I left. And then Todd Barry, you guys know who Todd Barry oh, yeah. is. Yeah, I actually saw him at the at the Comedy Cellar. <laughs> he was hosting, and he didn't know what was going on. He goes up. He goes, "Did I miss something?" <laughs> <laughs> but so then the guy didn't come out of the bathroom. He's afraid to come out of the bathroom. Was the club pissed at you for putting your hands on a? They on a would have. Been, they would. I would have been banned for a while because like I said I was already in trouble um, for what they what? didn't they'd never heard it somehow they didn't hear about it oh like wow. it was everywhere it was in time out New York it was wow. like everybody was uh, talking about itself. it the, I, I'd figure they would uh, frown upon you touching customers would have been, well it, it was a different time then this is a long time ago things were not the big deal that they are now mm -hmm. I, it would have been a huge ordeal now I probably would have been in serious trouble right. I didn't hurt the guy or anything but but you can't put your hands on it. Can you imagine the next time you uh -uh. go back, like that's like the 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 you know somebody brings their buddy to the show, and that's what they remember from the last show. They're like, just wait, Ben Bailey's gonna kick somebody's ass. <laughs> that that thing. Thing. Yeah. You pick one person, you fight this thing. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, th the guy didn't come out of the bathroom. He didn't come out, and everyone was waiting. Like the next comic, and then the comic after. The guy's still in the bathroom. Probably crying. He was freaking out. He's afraid to come out. <laughs> finally, he comes out and he just goes straight, and everybody's like, "Boo!" Everyone's yelling at him, and he just goes right through the crowd and leaves. <laughs> and we, we figure he's gone, right? Another two comics or so later, he comes back. He's got two cops with him. Oh no! Get out of here! Uh, yeah, and I'm cool. sitting there. I'm still in the room. I'm just sitting there with my back to the door, right? And this other guy, this guy Frank Gia, was his name, comes in. He's this huge bodybuilder guy. This uh -huh. guy Frank. Huge guy, huge arms Hulking. like as big as my head, you know. And he's sitting next to me, and James comes back in with the cops, and he's looking around, and he looks right at me, and then he looks at Frank, and he points at Frank and goes, "It was him." <laughs> <laughs> And the whole, everybody starts laughing. And Frank goes, I just got here, man. And the cops are like, well, who is it? Are you sure it was this guy? And Frank was like, no. And the whole crowd's yeah. like, no. It's like this weird game show where, like, name the name the guy who beat you up. Yeah. And everyone's like, no, no, it wasn't him. So then he thinks like saying, claiming his jacket got stolen. Oh, and every God. time he spews his story, he had more money in it. Like, it was 100 bucks. Yeah, now I... it's up to 400 bucks. <laughs> he ends up getting, the guy, James, got arrested for drunk in public. The cops took him away nice. and arrested him. Yeah, it was like the best thing yeah. possible. Sweet justice. Yeah. Do you find uh, uh, from, from city to city of the towns you go to, uh, the crowd's different? Uh, like, so a, a New York crowd would be way different than a Los Angeles crowd. Uh, funny yeah. is funny. Yeah, definitely. Funny's funny, but crowds are different, for sure. They, you know, they have different uh, sensibilities. Do you think, now, especially nowadays, where, where everybody's kind of sensitive about, you know, certain topics... I get, see, I don't get that much because I, I I don't write about I don't do anything political mm -hmm. and I don't do any like shock value kind of stuff. It's like it's I'm I'm a nerd. I like I like I write I like to write clever stuff. Mm -hmm. It's about the writing now, for me, you know. Especially like, now, it's got to be hard not to do political stuff, though. I, I'm just I've never been inspired to write about that stuff. Mm. You Good. know, I I've, I've, I feel at this point I feel lucky that that's not what it's not a crutch. Know, it's not what I'm motivated to write. I think about. For some if it was, I'd be like, man, I don't oh, know if yeah. I want to be doing this right now. People are. So divided, it's like eh, I think you got to pick a side, and you know, it's like I, I, 
I'm happy that it's not what I like to read. I think about. it's low hanging fruit. Yeah. And I think it's a crutch for some people. Yeah. yeah. It's the easy way out now. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. There's plenty of people that are doing it. So mm-hmm. if you're going to be writing about that stuff, you're probably going to have. You'd be doing similar jokes to yeah. a fair number of other people out there. Yeah, especially now, it's like the it's all like a parody. The the, the real stuff is almost like a parody of. It's like yeah. how, do you, how do you make fun of this? Yes. It's, yeah, it's a parody of itself. I'm, I was just talking to a buddy out in L.A. and I guess it's raining out there, or it was raining. Yeah, there's like fire and rain out there. It's well, crazy. And, and it's such a big deal out in Los Angeles that it's raining. That people I go guess- crazy, man. I guess the uh, the county of Los Angeles had to actually tweet out a special message for drivers because nobody's used to driving out in the rain. And yeah. is it true as, as somebody who's who's lived out in L.A.? Last time I was out there, or not, no, not last time, the time before it rained, heavy rain, rained for like six hours. People were losing their minds yeah. in L.A. Like they, people were out literally running in the rain looking up at the sky. <laughs> wow, this doesn't happen here very often. Well, so the man. county of Los Angeles tweeted out, for drivers, number one, slow down. Number two, and they had to remind people, keep both hands on the wheel. Mm-hmm. Leave extra room between cars and, and, and so forth. Yeah, they're not. They're just not used to it at all. <laughs> when it's I like, first lived, I started out there. And when I first lived out there, it rained. It rained for like 16 days in a row when I first lived in L.A. That's 25 years ago or whatever. Yeah. But it doesn't, it, it hardly rains there, man. Like, they really were freaking out when it was raining. Well, I guess with the, with the fires... There is uh, a danger of mudslides because yeah, I told, we talked yeah. about this. I told you the second stage of fire is flood, man, because the water's going to come down. Nothing's holding it. It's just like a like a tarp has been laid down. And Especially in Malibu, they're saying, yeah, the, the top layer of ash <clears throat> from all the stuff that's burnt could kind of slide off. When I, it's funny. When I worked out there, I, I fell into stand-up comedy because I worked at the comedy store answering the phones. Mm-hmm. That's how I oh, wow. That's how I got into stand-up. Uh, when, I, when I was there the first time, I was... I would sit on the second floor is where my little office was where I answered the phone. It rained for days and days and days, and there were huge mudslides. While I was sitting in the comedy store on the phone, the mountain, half of it collapsed and slid down behind me. Wow. Until the second floor window that I was looking out was like a first floor window. <laughs> oh, my god! The mud came up. It was like right up to the back of the building. I'm telling and you, everyone man. had to be evacuated. It was, it was pretty scary. We're fine wow. here in the middle of the country. Yeah, I'm okay. Tornadoes every once in a while. Yeah. We're good. We're fine. I mean, we had the tornado sirens go off on Sunday. Oh, last really? Last Sunday here, oh, which wow. is unusual for for November. About an hour after the storm came through, too, by the way. And there was, <laughs> a, there was a mistake. You say it's unusual. Oh, it's wow. becoming more usual. Remember, yeah. we, we had a tornado clear down through South County, tear through buildings and everything on New Year's Day. Was that on New Year's Day? Yeah. It was three, it's a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, I guess so. Man, took out John, are so scary. Took out John Goodman's bar. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he had oh, a bar. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That was New Year's Day. That's right. That's right. It was. Did they rebuild it? Does Goodman have a bar again? Uh, I don't think he owns it anymore. But yeah, oh, I think okay. it was like he was like a partial owner. Yeah. Of the place. So what are you gonna do for Christmas? Are you taking a break? Yeah, I'll take a break. Be home with the family. You're gonna go back home with the family. Yeah. You do the whole. You do the whole thing. The tree. The yeah. Well, my tree's already up. All the we trees. put it up after Thanksgiving. Do you put up lights? Yep. Yeah, but they're not up yet because my uh, I had an electrical. I turned on my uh, my front light. We have a. My house, when, when I bought it, it had uh, on the front light switch an outlet. Mm-hmm. So we just plugged the Christmas lights in, and then you just turn the and you turn broken. on the outside light, the, the Christmas lights come on, but it's broken. Are you up there on a ladder <laughs> so, doing it yourself? I don't, yeah. Or do you pay somebody? I, you know what? I don't use a ladder anymore. I found this this pretty awesome thing. Uh, it's like a broom, broom handle. Oh, yeah. I've you seen screw those. it in, and then you can clamp them onto the gutter. And then uns- really? And yeah. then unscrew I saw, I was at Home Depot yesterday. Unscrew the broomstick. Yeah. yeah it's I pretty saw awesome. Home Depot From yesterday. the ground? Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, it's not, you can't do it on like a super high building. I mean, they, yeah. they have extensions. You but can't I mean, do it on a 40 story building. Oh, right. so it's just a big <laughs> extension. It's of just your like arm. a broom handle. Oh, okay. and then, do you go full like Clark Griswold? Uh, I have a lot of lights. I have lights all the way around, you know, across the front, and there's like two dormers and a front porch, and I do those. You do the inflatables? And I wrap the, uh, I wrap the, the you know, the columns. The columns yeah. Yeah. No inflatables. No, no. I say I yeah. think the, I hate the inflatables. No big Snoopies. The inflatables. The problem is that they don't, they don't hold the air, and it just looks like Santa Claus crashed well, it looks on your like front lawn. Yeah. When you have <laughs> the inflatable, it looks like, like garbage uh, in your front lawn. Yeah, you look like exactly. a dirty front lawn. But uh, there's this place that, well, this guy in Old Bridge, New Jersey. And uh, for the past 15 years, he and his family have put up like this epic Christmas, you know. Uh, yeah, scene. one of those, one of those houses. Yeah. And this house that he has is so spectacular that it draws like hundreds of tourists. But his neighbors are pissed because of the traffic. Because they the... got all this traffic. Oh yeah, oh. going up and down the street. Look at wow, that. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy, man. So they say it's blocking the street, causing all all types of safety issues and chaos. Like uh, like an ambulance couldn't get down the street uh, if it needed to. It's kind of important. So yeah, the you wouldn't be able to see the, the lights from the ambulance anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just looked like a van Beautiful going red by. Red lights. So oh, the neighbors complained wow, of the city. Crazy man, look at that. And this year the city is cracking down on this guy and his family. And where, they won't let him. They're not going to let him do it. Huh? No, a, they're going to fine him three thousand dollars every night. This is in Jersey. Yeah, wow. Old Bridge, New Jersey. Three grand a night. You know, you know those like tunnels at, uh, at like yeah. uh, botanical gardens. He did, he did that with his driveway all the way to his all the way to his garage. So they're charging him three thousand dollars every night so they can have extra police and shuttles to and from the neighborhood. Damn. Which basically doubles his electric bill for this month. Mm. So he's so, not sure what he's gonna do, but wow, it's a bit it's overkill. If I was a neighbor, I'd be kind of pissed too. Let's be honest. You live next door to this guy. You appreciate the lights, but enough is enough. Yeah. I mean, can we have one night where we don't have to do this? How, mu how much time did they and how much time did the guy spend setting that up? Look at that, man. Like, listen, it's his thing. I get it. Imagine just living next to this guy. I mean, his yeah. roof is what, a TV. What screen. if I'm living next yeah. to this guy with my star shower out in my front yard? That's yeah, he's got like, the star shower. I do the star shower every year. It's great. <laughs> Wait, what's the a star shower? Oh, oh you don't know what it is? It's, it's a flashlight. It's the thing you stick in your front yard, and then it. Oh, it lights up your house. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just, yeah. Uh, Instead of putting lights on. Yeah, this every year. Hey, oh, he would hate up. you. I'm putting up the Christmas lights. <laughs> Boom. Done. Click. All yeah. set. Yeah. Done. And it's, it's digital freckles for your front door. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's so trashy. Come on, man. It is. It is emotional. It's every year. It's emotional. It really That's is. a great scene uh, in Christmas Vacation. Of course. Like, That's gonna, look at this guy. We're gonna put a big tree like that, Griswold. He's like, bend, bend over, over and I'll show you. show you. You can't talk to me that way. He's like, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> so this guy's got, you know, this Damn. guy's got neighbor issues, and he's got to pay three thousand bucks every day. Yeah, I think he's going to take him down, man. That's a lot of money. Three grand a day. Well, make sure we. I guess he could charge. Maybe he could start charging people to yeah, come and look. I guess so. And make sure we post this video up on the uh, on the socials. I want people to see it. I also want your opinion on this, Mr. Bailey. Yeah, yeah. What's up, man? On the, this, on the, on the, oh no, something No, this new. is a okay. totally new thing that it's making national news, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, I'm going to go no. I this feel is a tough no, one. Definite no on this one. This is a tough one, because on one hand, you shouldn't make fun of a little kid if they've got a strange name. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> on the other hand, <laughs> their parents had to know this could happen when they picked this particular name for the kid. So there's a woman, her name is Tracy, she's from El Paso. And earlier this month, she was flying home from, from Orange, Cali, Cali, uh, Orange County, California, on a Southwest flight. 
and uh, free for all. Tracy had her five-year-old daughter with her, and her daughter's name is. Can you write it up on the uh, on the yep, screen? I sure can. Her name is. Her name is. Ready for this? This is her name. I, I A, B, C, D, E. That is her name. You're kidding me. A B C D E. That's it. And that's how you say it. You, you say it. Say the letters, or is it? Her name. The daughter's name is A B C D E, pronounced Ab City. Ab City. Uh huh. Wow. Ab City. <laughs> well, this is crazy. You when hate your kid, you hate your kid. Wow. When the gate agent at Southwest saw the name, the gate agent starts laughing. And telling her co-workers. And the gate agent even took a picture of Ab Cities. I even hate saying it. Yeah. Of the boarding pass and posted it on social media. So there's the name Tracy Redford and ABCDE on the boarding pass. And so now the gate agent is in trouble? Uh, uh... Tracy, the mom, complained. And now Southwest offered a, quote, sincere apology to the family. And they wouldn't say if they punished the gate agent, but uh, they did say this is a, quote, opportunity to reinforce our policies and emphasize our expectations. Wow. When does it become child abuse? That you name your kid that. you name, you name your, your kid, kid that. that. Yeah. That you name your kid something dumb. Absidy. Like, here's, here's the mom talking about it. The gate agent started mocking my child's name, laughing, pointing at me and my daughter, um, talking to other employees. So I turned around and just said, like, hey, I can hear you. So if I can hear you, my daughter can, too. Like, I'd appreciate if you just stopped. Wow, man. So she didn't think in, in this kid's whole life nobody would ever make fun of her name. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the that's, that's pretty the strange silly. part. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because, like, uh, I mean, first of all, posting it on social media, that's that's stupid, and she should be in trouble for that. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a little wrong for the Southwest policy. agent to do that. Yeah, yeah, but secondly, this gal should know that that's going to happen. Like, my mom was always like, I have a, a, a unisex name, and I've dealt with it my entire life, and that's why I wanted to name your brother this, so he was never mistaken. Because you know that those things are going to happen. Humans are humans. Yeah. I mean, kids will make fun of any name. Yeah. You can find a, a way to make fun of any name, you know. Yeah. You know, before we but, named our son, I'm, I'm racking my brain, making sure nothing bad rhymes with it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. With, yeah. When you have two, when you have two daughters, when you look, think of names, you just think, of, can does this sound like a stripper name? Yeah. Does this sound like a porno did, name? Did she like? Did they ask her about the name at all? Like, did she say like this I is the reasoning know. behind it? I could it? not find anything because I mean, honestly, what other way? What other reason can you? Would you name your child this besides the fact that it's A B C D E? <laughs> There is no, like, so any other way besides the fact that you were sitting there when you had your kid and you went, this will be hilarious. A, B, C, D, E. Put it down. Put it down. That's her name. There's no it other. It seems like it was, a, like, a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to run with it. just filled out the just, form just incorrectly. Put it in the, in the alphabet as a placeholder. Yeah. And we just never got around to changing it? <laughs> yeah. Do you think Jeez. the kid, do you I think the kid for eventually the little girl. is going to grow up and be pissed at her parents? Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, I more th- more disappointed in in her parents. <laughs> you know, this <laughs> like, woman needs a no person because nobody's there to tell her no. I guarantee yeah. you, there was a gauntlet of are you sure's from the doctor, <laughs> from the nurse, from the. There had to be somebody had to say something. She's gonna go by her middle name, which is, which is FGHI. <laughs> so it's gonna make things a lot easier. And what's the pronunciation of that one? No, no. <laughs> 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 Yes, it's, my it's, son I think it's akin, fr- my it's daughter akin to, to child Absidy. abuse. My son. <laughs> <laughs> we were, uh, 
We were going over the other day, I guess, the list of um, the most popular baby names for 2018 came out. And there's no, like in the top five, there's no Mikes or Dans or... What are they? It's like Tyler and... It's uh, Ethan. What was the number one name? Jackson. Jackson. Jackson is number one. Eli and Aiden and Raiden. There are parents They're all like pilgrim names. Kids are are settlers now. There are parents now that are giving their kids (laughs) names based on the Kardashians and uh, Fortnite characters. I don't even know what that is. It's a it's a video game for the kids. Huh. Uh, we had one uh, one one story of a, 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 a set of parents that named their kid Leviathan, which I think is a cool name. <laughs> yeah, that's like sea monster. Yeah, let's say it? it's a Jewish sea monster. <laughs> that's a boat. That's something you name a boat, not a child. <laughs> well, I mean, totally. That's, that's Leviathan. Oh, yeah. Leviathan could totally beat up Cody. You know oh, that. Yeah. yeah, I would think so. Cody wanted to meet up. Cody said he was going to meet up for the fight, but Cody ain't going. Absidy versus Leviathan. When does it become child abuse? <laughs> hey, before you, uh, I know you got to go uh, do some other stuff. Do I? <laughs> some other, some other career-ending things. I have to go. to staying here. I got to go change my name. Uh, first off, uh, <laughs> Leviathan Bailey will be at Funny Bone <laughs> this weekend. My real name is Leviathan. <laughs> it's Ben Leviathan Bailey. Uh, stlewisfunnybone.com. You got uh, two shows tonight. You got two shows tomorrow. 7.30, 9.30 tonight. 7.30, I'm sorry, 7 o'clock and 9.30 tomorrow. Yeah, the early shows are a little earlier on Saturday. Yeah. And I'm b- saying that more just so I remember. Before <laughs> you leave, we have something to present to you. Oh, boy. Uh, being that this is the third oh, time. Oh, this is a real show. thing. Oh, yeah. Somebody, Someone tweeted about this. Yeah, you uh, get the yeah. official Riz Show Look third timer certificate. Third timers club. Yeah. To Absidy Leviathan Bailey. <laughs> Spelled wrong. You must have had a decent joke to be invited to this exclusive Rizzuto Show Club. I, they also said, this is awesome, thanks you guys. They also said that you want the frame back. Yes, we're going to want the frame back. <laughs> Absolutely true. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Take, so. the, take the award, and there's a little kid cleaning a tooth. It's <laughs> a picture. This is like a, if I went to the dentist. <laughs> But- no cavity club. <laughs> he says there's a little kid cleaning there's a tooth. A little kid scrubbing a tooth. Wait till you see the plan for the five timers club. Oh, yeah. I can't wait, man. Yeah, I mean you got to come back two more times, but uh, yeah, we, we're totally gonna need that frame back. By the way, this is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> the clean tooth award. Should ben get- Leviathan Bailey, everybody. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank I you love so you guys. Much. Thanks for having me. It's man. always great seeing you. See him at Funny Bone this weekend. It's the Pseudo Show on 105.7 The Point. All right, welcome back. So before we get to uh, crap on celebrities with Jeff, sorry, Jeff, you have to wait a minute. What's your name on the show? I have something uh, very important to tell you guys. In fact, I'm going to throw out the official eagle call. Oh. Eagle call! Ready for it? The Point's annual food drive, the holiday food drive, is back. That's right. I'm going to give you all the details right now. It's back this December, starting tomorrow. Brought to you by our friends at Mattress Direct. So stop by any area, Mattress Direct location, starting tomorrow, this whole December, and donate a minimum of two canned or non-perishable food items, and you will get this year's limited edition, sorry, limited edition, Riz Show Holiday Weirdo Sticker. Got that? Mm Mm-hmm. So stop by any of the 17 Mattress Direct locations 
Donate a minimum of two canned or non-perishable food items, and you will get this year's limited edition Riz Show Holiday Weirdo sticker. I've had so many people just the past month or two at every event, like, hey, when are the Holiday Weirdo stickers available? Where can I get them? you got to tell me details. Let's go. So some will have them uh, available as early as tomorrow, but all 17 locations will have those stickers no later than the middle of next week, for sure. Cool. Plus, Mattress Direct designs and produces premium mattresses locally. And from now until Christmas, they're donating a portion of the proceeds from every Campbell mattress, every Relaxopedic mattress, and every Riz Show weirdo pillow sold to the holiday food drive and Operation Food Search. Huge. Those Relaxopedics are incredible. And, uh, and can you reveal what the stickers look like or no? They're holiday-themed. Okay. Thank you for the descriptive. I think in the in the next couple of days, I'll tweet something out, okay. showing what it looks like. I, saying, I haven't seen them. So. We were going through a couple of different designs. Say, so I have no idea. But uh, promotion should should have them in, so I'll, I'll show you after the show. But uh, they're pretty dope, and we got thousands and thousands of people out there that collect collect them. This is definitely for the collection. So drop off your donation, get your free uh, weirdo sticker for making that donation at Mattress Direct, or you can also stop by the uh, the Point Front Lobby here all December long. Make that donation as well. And it all goes to Operation Food Search. So get all the details and get those stickers while they last. All the details, 1057thepoint.com. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Who doesn't love a good celebrity impersonation? We all do, right? Sure. Tell me who this one might be. Okay. She, I'm going to say it's a she. I'll tell you that much. She was on her way to work. This happened, and she fought through it and went to work anyway. Okay, here we go. That's exactly that's, what I sound like, just with a really deep voice. <laughs> oh, that's who that is. Okay, I see go. it. Oh, God, I don't want to see that. Yeah, you do. It sounds bubbly, doesn't it? Doesn't it sound like there's like <laughs> bubbles coming out? Uh, do you guys know people that... Uh, with because, the dog on her on her lap. That's Amy Schumer, by, by the, the way. way. Yeah, Amy Schumer. For some reason, my group of friends and the people I've toured with have made me feel weird for being a loud a vomiter because they're like silent vomiters. Do you guys know people oh, I'm, that... I'm a loud vomiter. Oh, I am... You're silent? He's, oh, he's loud. He's oh, yeah, he's bear. loud, too. Yeah, Notice the polar bear. Remember the pizza thing? <laughs> when we that's were, right, that's yeah, right. And when we were in high college and we were of legal drinking age and we were partying, I would wake up the entire house the next morning when I would throw up. <laughs> I think I heard you once from where I live. Yeah, <laughs> in New York, yeah. So the silent vom- vomiters are the, uh, the minority. I would say so. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know, man. I'm hanging out with a lot of silent I, vomiters. I'll never forget one of the most embarrassing... Silent vomiters. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. One of the most embarrassing, uh, loud puking moments for me was I was receiving an award at SIUE for sports journalism, and my parents were there, and everybody was there, and I went out and, and got ridiculously drunk the night before and we were at the venue and I had to get up and go into the bathroom and as I was in the bathroom I was like hovering over the toilet and I'm like here we go like I'm about to throw up and a guy came down and sat down next to me in this like the stall over and I literally said to him I go I'm gonna throw up and I'm a loud puker and he goes you let it go man and I literally I mean dude it was like as I'm doing that and he and he sat there and he goes smells like Jägermeister no 
as he's doing that, <laughs> as he's saying that, this is what I, this is. I'm not lying. <laughs> oh no! Wait, was it just he, air? He's going oh, at he it while going. I'm going at it. Oh, oh. oh dueling! It was dueling bodily functions. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to jump into the toilet and flush myself out of the building. <sighs> Uh, so I guess she's uh, she's posting pictures of herself and video of her vomiting. Yeah, because she has Amy major Schumer. morning sickness because she's you know she's pregnant and she was in the car passenger seat on the way to do a gig. Dog, you know, little little fluffy little thing in, on, in her, on on her lap. She hands it off, and the guy in the back seat's videoing this whole time. And you notice how many times she heaves. She's just got basically a red solo cup in her, in her hand. So she's having a rough go of it. She really is having a rough, you know, and she's the only person to have morning sickness when she was pregnant, uh, yeah, too. Yeah, only Amy Schumer. Yeah, that's right. She, she must share. Uh, I must share. Amy wakes up and she goes, I must share. <laughs> uh, some more audio for you, and this one will make you a little bit sad if you're a big fan of Rocky Balboa. If you're a huge fan of him, right, uh, you ain't going to be seeing any more Rocky Balboa. This is Sylvester Stallone announcing that he's done with it. Or is this Jeremy Piven doing Sylvester Stallone? Oh, I ain't even thinking of it. I don't know. This is probably my last rodeo because what I thought happened, it has happened, I never expected. He said probably. He did. So that means there's a door still open, at least a crack. It has happened, I never expected. I thought Rocky was over in 2006, and I was very happy with that. And then all of a sudden, this young man presented himself, and the whole story changed. It went on to a new generation, new problems, new adventures. And I couldn't be happier because as I step back, as my story has been told, there's a whole new world that's going to be opening up for the audience, for this generation. And thank you very much, Stephen. And definitely you, Michael, for making that possible. Now you have to carry the mantle. I got you. There it is. So Rocky's done. Yeah, besides, yeah, announcing he's done, obviously Creed. there's going to be more more with that young gentleman. Dude, I got to say, like, he is the, yeah, he looks old, you know, Sylvester's looking old and all that, and he's aging. But he is the, as far as voice and language and speech goes, he's like Ozzy Osbourne, Benjamin Button style. Don't you feel like he's speaking better now than he did 30 Clearer? years ago? Yeah. Like, listen to some of the specific words he couldn't say in the 80s. Huh. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. He's Benjamin he, uh, buttoned his uh, his speech. He's had some work done, <laughs> don't you think? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Well, it's helping his vowels. <laughs> uh, we've been talking a little bit about this Disney live action version of Pinocchio that's quote in the pipe in the pipeline, which I, apparently Disney's got a huge pipeline because yeah. they got a lot of it's stuff there. They got live action versions of all kinds of different things that they're kind of sort of working on, tweaking here and there. May come to light, may not. Big casting news hit the internet yesterday about. Uh, that Pinocchio, and uh, who do you think would be a good Geppetto? And I, be- I get, I bet one of you guys will nail, unless you already know it. Robin Williams. Who is it? Oh boy, that really is disrespectful. No, it's not. He would be, he would be perfect. But would he's he? not available? He's not available. He's not taking our call. That's Jeremy Irons. Pretty ridiculous, Moon. Not Jeremy. You're Irons. better than that. Jeremy Irons. Wait, wait. Give me a second to think about it. Geppetto was an old guy. Uh huh. An old, uh, an old codger. Uh huh. Right. The old codger. Stop it. Does it was, he have a beard? A it was a wish. Yeah, is he gonna have a beard? Oh, that I don't know. Is it is it a is, is it an older guy or is it a younger guy that they're gonna make older? I would say older, but not super old. I would say he's probably sixty-ish. Okay, and and here's a, a here's guess. a I have the a couple guesses. Bilbo. I have a couple guesses. Is he? If you had to classify him, would you say A, B, or C star? A. 
George Clooney. Oh. He's 62 years old. Tom that Hanks. was my guess? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was my other guess. Mm. Tom <laughs> Hanks, everybody. <laughs> The joke, the joke has been made so much that now when you go, now you know. I go, I, I know. I'm not no, I didn't know. Sweet, I got it. I didn't know. I didn't know. I fell for it. Damn it! Uh, they said he is in early talks to play Geppetto, so not, I'm not super but sure. Can you see George Clooney doing it. it too? Yeah, I could. Hey, honestly, I, I didn't mean to be disrespectful. You're the, disrespectful. the perfect role. I mean, the perfect actor for that role would have been Robin Williams. Somebody in the chat room said the perfect actor for that, Steve Martin. Done. Oh, sign him up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be good. You know, too. I just watched yesterday yeah. uh, for the first time with the kids is the Pink Panther movie he did. As stupid and silly and campy as it is, it's really funny for kids. It's really funny. Never saw it. It's not as bad as I thought it was supposed to be. Never saw it. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, Mariah Carey posted a video on the Instagrams earlier this week where she's got her seven year old twins and they're singing back up on All I Want for Christmas is You. Okay. Check it out. There it is up there. What is everybody all concerned about? Look at the video. What's everybody concerned about? Is she driving? Nobody's strapped in. She's not in. driving. Nobody's oh, they... strapped in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Three people on camera, and I can't see a thing on the right, you know? Well, that, well, and the driver don't... is filming. No, it looks like they're in a limo, uh, like a limo. Oh, you think that's a, a limo SUV or something? Like a limo SUV. Oh, for sure. Yeah, strap in, man. And they are moving, as you can tell. Oh, for sure. That's a, that's a limo van. Wait, her kids are named Rock and Roll? That, that's probably a short short for something. Oh, uh, now I gotta look it up. Yeah. Is that Nick Cannon's kids? I believe so, uh, yeah. It's yeah. the twins they had. Yeah, yeah. Those are cute kids. Rock yeah. and Roll. Monroe and Moroccan. Uh, oh. So which one's which, though? Rock and Roll. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's so no absidy. Uh, Cardi B, she's the one that used to be a stripper, right? Correct. So she should know if you're a featured performer, right? I, I would think she would know what that means. Uh, she was booked at, uh, it may take her back to her old gig because she is performing at the 2019 AVN Awards. Oh, good for her. Uh, for people who are good sitting gig. next it's to their spouse birds. and pretending not to know what that is, that's good the gig. porn's version of the Oscars. So she is going to be the first ever featured female performer to do the show. Boy, I am uh, not into her music. Mm-mm. I am not at all. Yeah, we were talking about this in the office, and you pulled up a song, and we were both like, what is this? It sounds like somebody with a head injury. Honestly, that's what <laughs> thats what that new kind of rap style is. That mumble stuff, I don't like it. Yeah, I'm not a fan. And I fully said, hey, I'm not the target audience for this either, but I just... That I Bodak was, Yellow yeah, song you are, is AVN. awesome. That I Like It song <laughs> is awesome. That's what I played for Jeff, the what? I Like It song. I like it? Yeah. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. I don't get it. But it sounds like somebody with a head injury. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, mental floss. Not com- sorry. <laughs> compiled a list of uh, <laughs> facts you may not know about some of your favorite holiday movies. Like it's not all rainbows and sunshine and glitter okay. and whatever. Uh, so I got ten of them here. So uh, it's a Wonderful Life was a box office bomb. Did we know that? Frank Capra, the uh, the director, lost five hundred twenty five thousand dollars of his own money that he put into that movie. I can imagine originally. Back then. Just a horrible, horrible movie, apparently. Number two, Charlie Brown Christmas was supposed to have a laugh track. Executive producer went to Charles Schultz and said, hey, man, we should do a laugh track. And Charles Schultz got up, walked out of the room, came back in and said, all right, so let's go. And like he didn't even suggest the laugh track. <laughs> that's how upset he was about the possibility. That's a reset. If I walk out of a room, if I don't like something and come back in, that's a reset. That's a reset. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to pretend that didn't happen. Yeah. Stanley Kubrick is partly to thank for Christmas Vacation. The film's director got his start by making dark, moody commercials that caught Kubrick's attention, and he helped him out with his career. 
Uh, number four, Natalie Wood will, uh, still believed in Santa Claus when she filmed uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Huh. How about that? I was going to play one of my favorite scenes from uh, Christmas Vacation. Whatever you'd like, sir. Go ahead. Nobody's leaving. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no. We're all in this together. This is a full-blown four-alarm holiday emergency here. <laughs> we're going to press on, and we're going to have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny <laughs> K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white down that chimney tonight, he's going to find the jolliest bunch of this side of the nut house. You're goofy. Don't piss me off, Art. There it is. <laughs> You're a goofy. Where are you going to put that tree? Bend over and I'll show you. Uh, let's see what else. A Christmas story. Contrary to online rumors, Ralph's dad is not named Hal after all. I, I think he has a name. He does, and he's only referred to as the old man. Yeah. Frosty the Snowman. How about that one? You know that song, right? It was a, it was actually a TV special uh, after it was a song. It was written in 1950 specifically as a means to capitalize on the success of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So it was just a money grab. Don't uh, they usually play those back-to-back? Yes, they're a combo. Like on TV? Yeah. And then there's Frosty 2 with John Goodman as the voice of Frosty. You ever seen that one? No. Electric Boogaloo? Mm. No. <laughs> oh, the one time that you don't appreciate that joke. <laughs> no. <laughs> Get out of here. Gremlins. Who loves the movie Gremlins? Is that a Christmas movie? Not a Christmas movie? movie, but go on. I do like it. Oh, Gremlins was, returns, huh? was intended to be much, much darker. An earlier version of the script included Gremlins eating Billy's dog, then captaining his mom and throwing her head down the stairs. Yeah, I watched uh, Gremlins with the kids last year. It's not that bad. Like, it's not that scary. Isn't it supposed to, isn't he a gift or something for Christmas? Gizmo? Yeah. yeah. So it is a Christmas movie. The dad yeah, goes a, to this, like... Time movie. Like, uh, you know, uh, Chinese uh, antique shop and gets Gizmo. Yeah, because Gizmo's under the tree at one point and he's wearing a Santa hat. I don't think that's a Christmas movie, though. It happens during Christmas. It happens during Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Well, then, then Love it, Actually isn't a Christmas movie. Then uh, what but about... it is. I don't, I don't say it's a Christmas what movie. What about Die Hard? Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Oh, I... I Disagree I there. I differ on that one. Okay. Well, that's... A Muppet <laughs> Christmas. Is silly and wrong, but it's your opinion. <laughs> A Muppet Christmas Carol was the first Muppet Muppet movie without Jim Henson because he died like a year or so before that. And let's see. Oh, uh, who was supposed to be Elf instead of Will Ferrell? They might know that answer. I'm trying to think who else could be Elf. Who Vince else Vaughn. could be the Elf character? Uh, Jack Black. No. Ben Stiller. Jerry Sorry. Stiller. <laughs> anybody? Anybody? Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to Santa! Oh, my God! One of, that's still one of my favorite movies. Who's Mr. Over the Top like that? Uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey? Oh, look at you. Look at that guy over there, huh? I don't think I, don't think I would have liked it as much as if it was Jim Carrey. Oh, I would have. <laughs> I think it would have been too much. I would have seen it. That's not out. too much. <laughs> I would have actually seen no, it. No, I'm, I'm t- that's too much. And and Jim Carrey, I think, would have done it even more. I you didn't. You didn't like it. I don't know. No, I loved it. I didn't see it until T- Tenacious Seats did it a, a few years ago. Oh, I and saw it and it's in because the twice. it's because Will Will Ferrell was like um, overexposed back then, and it kind of got to me. I, it. I, I, and yeah, I, I didn't like I it the first clear. time either. Oh, loved it. I think this year is the year I watch it with the kids. I'm glad you said that. 
Because the final story here is about what people go see movie-wise in the movie theaters, or is there a, and is there a traditional movie at your house? The past couple yes. years, we have gone to see Star Wars movies over the Christmas break. Well, here's you'd be in the uh, you'd be in the majority then. Survey by a movie theater chain, and they the survey was their frequent movie club people. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, forty five hundred adults. Seventy two percent of families have an annual Christmas tradition of going to a movie theater over the holidays together. We do. Yeah, that's because it's been, always been it's uh, it's been Star Wars. But that's only years. been the couple. Yeah, it's only been the last couple of years. But this year is the new uh, Spider Man. The Spider Man into uh, was it into the dark? What's it called? Into the Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse. I think into the dark. <laughs> so are you gonna go see a full first run movie with the family? Like something that's coming out soon or that, something that's we'll out now? That. Okay, the Spider Man so one. I have a list of the most anticipated movies of uh, coming up that haven't come out yet. Okay. Okay. The Grinch. Uh, that the kids one. already saw that. Okay. How about Mary Poppins Returns? That looks pretty good. Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grinwald, Grindelwald. Yeah, that's out now. That's out okay. now. Okay. Well, these are some that are out and some that are yeah. not out yet. Aqua, uh, Aquaman is number four, oh, yeah. not out yet. Wait, uh, wait, Ralph- wait, wait, wait. What's that rated? Is that PG-13? Are they full on? I think like- it is PG-13. Oh. I-, I believe that it's uh, PG going to really not be great because... Oh, no. Really? Well, I think it- Jeff actually said earlier, they were like talking about maybe even moving it to Netflix. I've read nothing but great reviews on oh, that. Honestly, I, there yeah. was there maybe it wasn't Aquaman. There was a movie, was one a of those Jeff. movies. One of those movies that they were talking about moving because was it, was it getting, Jeff with a G? <laughs> was it the new album from Aqua? Maybe no. no. Uh, Ralph breaks the internet. Already out, Saw obviously. That. Mary Poppins already out. Aquaman out. Uh, Mary Poppins uh, ain't, out, ain't out yet. That's what it says here. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Mary Poppins returns and Aquaman coming out the week of December 19th. My apologies to you and your family. We're already at the theater right now. Like, where's Mary Poppins? <laughs> what the hell movie did you say? You said it this uh, week or last week that they were talking about moving um, uh, moving a big release to Netflix or to some streaming to I Amazon. Or, damn it. I can't remember Jurassic what movie Park. it was. Hmm. Best, best, uh, 10 best Christmas movies of the 21st century. According to Forbes, what do you think? Of the 21st century? 21st century. That's 2000 and on. You got it. I got 10 of them here. What was the list? Best Christmas movies of the 21st Polar century. Polar Express. So it's got to start Elf. with two. Uh, Polar Express is number 10, 2004. Elf. Number one. Oh, 2003. Says here it's a no-brainer, so don't be too happy with yourself. Home Alone. Four Christmases. Home Alone is not 2000 and on. Oh, I thought he said 20th century. 21st. 21st. century. Oh, my bad. Four, four Christmases. Don't see it on here. Oh, wow. What is that one? With Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. And they have to go to his parents, his step-parents, oh, her parents. Oh, uh, James Gandolfini. Yeah, Christmas with the Crumps, something like that. Or Surviving Christmas. Uh, don't see that on here. I know you're out of your mind and you don't think it's a Christmas movie, but Love Actually, people do love it. And they do love watch actually. it. Yeah. All right, number nine is A Christmas Carol from 09. Oh, that's I don't know the, that. That was the, the, that Jim, was the Carrey? Jim Carrey one? Uh, yeah. CGI one. I don't know. It was the same people that I think did Polar Express. The one, the the Grinch that just came out this comes in at number eight. Uh, Krampus. Oh, that's the horror Seven. movie. I thought that was funny. That's good. Arthur Christmas from 2011. Arthur uh, Christmas. Yes, that it's, is. Uh, oh, the British. Arthur Arthur as in the the kids. No, it's Arthur Christmas is in like it's a, it's one of those like Pixar would have uh, done it. Oh uh, yes, yeah, an animated kids movie. Okay. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this one. Joy X Noel. No idea. 2005, a war drama based on the Christmas truce of 1914. Don't know that I one. didn't watch that. I lived it. 
Number four, The Man Who Invented Christmas, 2017. Drama about Charles Dickens. Don't know that one. It's Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale from 2010. Don't know that one. And this one, I think we've talked before about is it a Christmas movie? Is it a, not a Christmas movie? It's third in third in a franchise. Came out in 2013. Iron Man. Iron Man? This one might not immediately come to mind when thinking of Christmas movies, but it's set during Christmas, and the plot features references to A Christmas Carol. Okay. That's and this is Forbes? Said. This is Forbes, yeah. Well, you know what's a great movie? Hmm. Scrooged. That is what a good one. was the last one? time you saw oh, Scrooge? Is that the Bill Murray one? Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's a good one. It's been a long time. That's a good one. That's real good. Uh, crappy Birthdays, Kaylee Cuoco from The Big Bang Theory is 33. Uh... We've got one of the bravest birthdays that we've ever had. Is it Chrissy Teigen's birthday? She turns 33 Aww. today. You got to be kidding. She is. I mean, that's... You guys share She's a, a treasure. She really is. She, yeah. I tell you what, one thing about Chrissy Teigen, I mean, you could say it. You say she a lot of things. So brave. You know what you don't need to get her for her birthday? <laughs> Bravery, because she's got it. She already got it. Uh, ben Stiller, 53. Bo Jackson, 56. Oh, Billy yeah. Billy Idol is 63. Zoe Kravitz is 30. Uh, Sarah Silverman, 48. Bette Midler, 73. Britney Spears, 37. And today's Burton birthday of the day. While some say he's a fantastic actor and director, others may say that he's incredibly creepy. I mean, in all honesty, if you think about it, the dude married his adopted stepdaughter, uh, Woody Allen, 83 years old. Today's porno birthday, which is being he's 83. Brought to you- mm-hmm. Hi, looks good. Yeah. Today's porno birthday brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet is Danielle Evangelista. And today's birthday girl, she loves surprises. Mm. And we aren't talking about the birthday kind, and you'll understand what I mean. She has starred in 92 fine films, including Golden Boy Girls, More Than a Woman, Volume 2, She Dreams, Hidden Secrets, and who could forget her unforgettable role in You Got He-Mail. I think I know what's going on here. Danielle Evangelista <laughs> is Short, 39 long years for Danny. old. <laughs> that is your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and yeah. that is your crap on Celebrity. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, up after the break, folks, your Friday fail story. Hey-o. Screwed up. What? Sorry. Did you mess I up broke. the words? I broke. Oh. 
I broke. Did you mess up the word? I broke. And your Friday Fail Stories, sponsored by... Mortz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah. I'm out of practice. We haven't rehearsed. I just I wasn't okay. So, uh, I'll start with this. It's hard to make so many bad choices simultaneously like this guy did, but he, he, he did. There's a 28-year-old guy named Keith Cavalier. He's from uh, Gulfport, Mississippi. And early on Saturday, he crashed his pickup truck into the front of a county courthouse. And when the cops got there, he told them he did it on purpose because he figured it would be the best way to get their attention so he could report a crime, which makes total sense. Got it. And that crime was someone had stolen his drug paraphernalia. That's right. I don't know what (laughs) specifically he was talking about, but he was charged with DUI and malicious uh, mischief. And fortunately, nobody was hurt in the crash. Failed. A man in Oregon tried to siphon gas from a U-Haul truck in the parking lot of a store. How'd it go? How'd it go for him? I'm assuming great. The guy lit himself on fire. Oh, my god. And security gosh. camera footage shows a guy running from the scene with his pants on fire. Oh. Was he lying? Was he lying? Look he at that lying. liar go. Yes, I guess so. Investigators say the guy had been trying to use some tubes to steal gas from the truck when the fuel apparently ignited. You see that guy run by? Yeah, liar. <laughs> Sometimes the headlines just just write themselves, folks. Uh, cops in uh, in Amsterdam, you know, in the Netherlands, they raided a house last week because records showed it was supposed to be empty. But they knew somebody was living inside. So when they searched the place, they found, found about $400,000 hidden inside a washing machine. So they arrested the 24-year-old guy who was living there. For money laundering. Failed. Yeah, the guy had the money because he was laundering it. And this might be the first case of money laundering that was also so literal. (laughs) It didn't work out. Uh, There's a fine line between being, you know, Q from James Bond and being a petty criminal. You know, Q was the guy that always gave James Bond his gadgets. Yeah, all the new products. And, and there's there's video of this, by the way. There's a 70-year-old guy. His name is Robert Davis. He's from Key Largo, Florida. And he installed a remote-controlled black shield that he could roll down over the license plates on his minivan so he wouldn't have to pay tolls when he, passed, uh, when he went past the toll cameras. <laughs> yeah, I saw this video. And Robert kept getting away with it until about a week and a half ago when an off-duty Florida Highway Patrol officer randomly spotted the license plate shields in action at a toll plaza. So he was arrested and charged with organized fraud and petty theft. Failed. If you could only use your powers for good. Yeah. The hell good would that do for anybody? I don't know. <laughs> Last Monday, cops in Hoppy, uh, Happy Valley, Oregon. Hoppy Valley. Happy Valley, Oregon. Responded to a call about a car theft in progress and started, uh, spotted a, 30, a 31-year-old guy named Isaiah. Isaiah I'll get it right. 30, uh, I had a stroke right there. <laughs> Happy <laughs> Valley, Oregon. Cops responded to a call about a car theft in progress. And they spotted a 31-year-old guy named Isaiah inside a parked, super sweet 1998 Honda Accord. Which I owned one of those. Mm-mm. <laughs> So he was lying in the fully reclined driver's seat. And when an officer shined a light into the car, Isaiah sat up, put the car in drive, and peeled away. 
and the chase was on. An officer is responding to help, but Spike stripped on the road. When one punctured one of the tires, Isaiah turned into a business complex, and without stopping, he opened the driver's side door, jumped out, and ran alongside the still-rolling car. Wow. He then tried to cut in front of the car around the same time it crashed into a tree and a building wall. Oh, my. He didn't make it. Oh, oh man. That's... The lower third of Isaiah's leg was uh, pinned under the wheel of the Honda. Oh, 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 oh. I, I like thought he lived. you meant he didn't. Oh. No, he didn't make it around the car. Oh though. my god! Yeah, like I immediately wow, thought that's... he didn't make it. Oh my god! His leg was completely shattered, though. I mean, failed. <laughs> Come on, man! You got a word better. Know, I than guess that. when I say yeah, he didn't make smoke. it, especially in the, in the fail stories. Uh, there is a uh, 52-year-old guy named Timothy Powell. He's from Plantation, Florida, and he recently stole the identity of an 80-year-old man with dementia. By buying his info off the dark web. And Timothy took about $50,000 out of this guy's bank account to buy two things. Dental surgery to replace his jacked up teeth. And a $10,000 French bulldog puppy. Holy cow. Anyway, the uh, the 80-year-old guy's uh, caretakers noticed the money was missing. And the cops tracked down Timothy and he was arrested on several charges. Failed. But I point this out. If you look at his mugshot. Just look up Timothy Powell. Timothy Powell. Uh, you could see uh, before and after with the yeah, jacked up teeth. They look good. He's got to give them back, though. He's got uh, some really nice chompers now. <laughs> Ten grand for a French bulldog puppy, huh? Damn. That's that's why they're the uh, number one on uh, Instagram. That's true. <laughs> is this really him? <laughs> I mean, this is really him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's his mugshot? Like, look that's at his my nice, teeth. Look at his old teeth. You can arrest me, but check out this. I don't, well, it's I evidence. Can't, I can't find his old one. Here's his old one. Those do look good. Yeah, it's before and after. It's oh, pretty, pretty yeah. startling. Well, you know, whoever it was did good work. Yeah, really. Uh, this might actually be the worst possible way to try to get out of an unhappy marriage. The worst. So there's a 48-year-old guy named Antonio. He's from Portland, Oregon. And his wife moved here from El Salvador to be with him. But they've been having trouble. And back in June, they were trying to get a divorce. So Antonio came up with plan B. He contacted an ICE agent and tried to, uh, and tried to get the ICE agent to deport the wife and daughter from a previous relationship. And he offered to bribe the customs agent with $3,000 to get him to do it. But the ICE agent turned him in, and Antonio was arrested for bribing a public official. Great. Failed. And Antonio pleaded guilty last week. He'll be facing up to 15 years in prison and a $250,000 fine. And he's not going to be sentenced uh, until May, but he will be in federal prison until then. So that worked out well. Hey, you guys know rule number one of firearm safety? Uh, see if it's loaded. It's never holster your weapon when transporting it. You know that. Put your loaded handgun in the front waistband of your sweatpants. Everybody knows that. Totally Duh. makes sense, yeah. Yep, I believe that's, yeah, that's like one of the first things they teach you, right? Yeah, it's just a suggestion. It's like, Holsters yeah, are could. for chumps is what they told yeah. us. Right oh, it's what they have, told us. You have sweatpants on? Ah, oh, throw it on. And right after you that, they, they say, look down the barrel. <laughs> a uh, moron out of uh, Buckeye, Arizona was carrying an unholstered handgun. In the uh, front of his sweats at a Walmart. And when he tried to reposition it, gun went off and he shot himself right in the wedding tackle. What? Uh, what? Failed. In the wedding, wedding tackle. tackle. I didn't know you were going there. <laughs> <laughs>
First responders found him in the meat department. He was uh, taken to the hospital. He's expected to survive and is expected to be charged with unlawful discharge yeah. of a firearm. Charged with a lifetime of embarrassment. <laughs> I'm going to need some of that sausage. <laughs> Man, imagine they if found that guy, him in the meat department and has, in the bakery. Imagine if that guy has friends at all, like our friends. You know what I mean? He will never live like right. that. It no. reminds me of Eight Mile and Cheddar Bob. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, but he only shot himself goes, in the foot. No, he did not. Oh, it was in the junk. Oh, that's what I believe. I mean, he put the gun was in his front waistband. He pulled it out and went off as he was pulling it out. Oh, I thought it was his leg or his foot or something. Yikes! Uh, teenagers are dumb. We know that. Mm-hmm. That's not nice. Next story. It's uh, true. <laughs> uh, cops in Hollywood, Florida. I was a dumb teenager. Oh, oh I was real dumbest. I was I an idiot. So, cops in Hollywood, Florida, say a 17-year-old playing around in an abandoned bank ended up having to be rescued from the vault. I think there's a couple different fails here, by the way. So two uh, two teenagers went into a uh, former Bank of America branch on Wednesday, and one of them got locked inside the vault around 1.30 that afternoon. So cops responded uh, with the fire department, with a uh, fire rescue technical team, and at least two private vault technicians to attempt to get the kid out. Like bank high style. Damn. They try to, like, drill through it. Yeah. Like, uh, you know. Tortured, you know, whatever they could do. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, the kid was released after more than three hours, and many, 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 many failed bank uh, failed attempts. Um, you know how they got him out? They called up a Bank of America employee from the branch's new location to just give him the combo. Oh my God! Wow, this is a whole buffoon. Uh, I mean, this is like a neighborhood full of buffoons. Yeah. Surrounded by idiots. <laughs> failed. Uh, yes, I do have the code. Oh, my God, they're trapped in there. One. Drill it open. Two. If the code was that. Three. I wouldn't be surprised. Four. You ever been in a bank vault? Six. No. It's like church. Well, it is like church. I go once or twice a year. But it's, I mean, it's very, you just kind of stand there, you're like. Like if somebody closes the store, I'm screwed. Well, that and it's so regulated and it's the, like the bank person standing there with you and you bring yeah. a key. Oh, this is for like a safe deposit box. Nobody you bring thought, a key, they got a key and it's. Nobody thought of calling. An old employee? Why wouldn't you? That's That should have been the first thing. Hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, let me just do, uh, let's do one more. On a Tuesday, an inmate in Georgia, Joshua Galut, slipped out a side door at the Heard County Jail, and his mom, Kathy Lynn Pence, picked him up. And they drove to a nearby IHOP to enjoy some pancakes and catch up with the kids. But it turns out while the mom and son were chatting on the phone before she picked him up, Kathy was pulled over for running a stop sign. And police were therefore able to track her phone to the IHOP in question, identify her car, and arrest them both. Failed. I don't understand why you'd go to that IHOP right next to the jail. Well, I, it, it's like the people Their that, coffee's really good. It's like the people that go to pick up somebody like a drunk driver, like, like somebody gets arrested for DUI. Yeah. And then a drunk driver goes and picks them up at the police station. <laughs> like, there's so many other. I know Kevin's awake because he's he was at the bar with me. I'll call him. I was a passenger. I'm here to pick up Kevin. <laughs> he said it in a ride home. Oh wait, I, I'm Kevin. I'm here to get James. <laughs> and those your friends. Pseudo 
some events to tell you about later on this afternoon. Jeff Burton will be at the Metro PCS in Belleville. I'll be out there from 1 to 3 o'clock. Tomorrow, join myself and Jeff at Big St. Charles Motorsports for the official 2019 calendar release party. That's right. Out at Metro, uh, out at, uh, Metro by T-Mobile today, going to have Point Ho-Ho show tickets as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. Bunch of them. Also tomorrow, Patrico at Custom Sounds in South County from 2 to 4. Got it. And see Patrico at DB's in Soulard on Sunday for some football, beginning at noon. Speaking of football. The Rizzuto Show Sports. Here is Tony Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Before we get to uh, football, I want to talk one thing real quick. But sports is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games all the time. You mentioned this. Blues back on the ice tonight, this time in Colorado in a game against the Avalanche. Blues are coming off a 4-3 loss to the Red Wings on Wednesday. Uh, puck drops at 8 p.m. It's back-to-back for the Blues tomorrow. They're in Arizona for a game against the Coyotes. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys showed up last night and took down the best team in the NFL. It wasn't a high-scoring game, but Ezekiel Elliott and the boys got the 13-10 win, giving the Saints the second loss Boy, of the season. I was watching the pregame, and, man, every single commentator was all over the jock yeah. of, of the Saints. Oh, yeah. Well, rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, they've been good. They've been good, and it's not like they are they were just 10-1, and one, but they were 10-1 and one by, like, Destroying and dominance. Teams. Yeah. Destroy. Well, they were saying they were better than the Rams. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. they beat the Rams. They handed the Rams early loss. Best team in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, so they lost last night to the Cowboys. Yeah. Anybody had the Cowboys last night? Hell no. Only 10% no of the people way. in our competition had it. Yeah, I think some of the Cowboy players didn't have them. <laughs> Yeah. So nobody had that. Hey, all right, good. So we're, we're all going in with one loss. Remember the guy at the beginning of the NFL season that quit at halftime? Remember that guy? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he, quit he was at, with the Bills, right? The Bills. Yeah. yeah. Did you see what he's doing now? He's he's doing a TV commercial for, like, FanDuel or something. And he starts off just him sitting there. He's like, you know, sometimes when you don't feel as though you're good enough anymore and you just don't think you can do it, you quit, right? And that's exactly what I did on my fantasy team, blah, blah, blah. And underneath his name, it says, like, one-time NFL or uh, one-time quitter at halftime or something. Is it Rogers Cromartie? No, no. It, oh man, I'm I, you do this I, I can look it up no, if you stop want. That. No, um, but he totally is cashing in on it. Why not? Vontae Davis. Vontae Davis. What's wrong with that? No, it was just it just shocked me when I was like, oh, who's this guy talking about quitting? And then his name, and it was like called Vontae him out Davis. as a, a quitter. quitter. Yeah, he's big old smile on his face and everything. Uh, y'all got your picks? Yes. Let's see what we're doing here. How about Ravens Falcons? I got the Ravens. I got the Ravens. I got the Falcons. I have the Falcons. I have the Falcons. Only because they're at home. That was a coin flip for me. Yeah, see, I don't know, man. I got mine in pencil right now. And by the way, don't forget to make your picks at 1057thepoint.com slash picks. How about Panthers, Buccaneers? Panthers. 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 Steelers, Chargers? Steelers. 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 Giants, Bears? Bears. 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 Dolphins, Bills. Boy, these teams are terrible. Dolphins, Waterborne. Dolphins. Broncos, Bengals, another toss-up. Bengals. In Cincinnati. Andy Dalton out for the season. Bengals. I actually have the Broncos. I got the Broncos. Rams, Lions. Rams. Rams. Cardinals, Packers. 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 Texans, Browns. Texans. 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 Colts, Jaguars. Screw the Jags. Colts all day long. You got the Jags? Nope. Wow. What about you? I got the Colts. Okay. They're benching Bortles. Wait, that means the yeah, Jaguars. That's the thing win. I was thinking. Uh-huh. That, well, I don't even care. Benching Bortles does nothing for me. But 
Leonard Fournette is out with being suspended. So they've got no Bortles, no Bortles, no Fournette. See ya. Titans, Jets. Titans. Titans. Chiefs, Raiders. Chiefs. Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Patriots, Vikings. Patriots. Patriots. Seahawks, 49ers. Seahawks. Seahawks. And the Monday game is the Eagles and Redskins. Birds. Eagles. Eagles. Redskins. Ah. In Philly. All right, yep. make your picks. 1057thepoint.com slash picks. We'll see how it turns out on Monday. So the 22nd minute of the second leg of the MLS Eastern Conference Championship went down yesterday, and it appears that a Red Bulls fan in the front row threw something into the face of an Atlanta United midfielder. He hit the ground, grabbed his eye, crouched over, rubbed his eye for a good five minutes. You could clearly see yeah, something being this. thrown. A hole. And it don't touch him. Oh, really? It don't touch him. But the, the point is, you can't throw things at fans or at players. No. But I mean, it it doesn't touch him. It doesn't. But and that was in uh, was that in Kansas City? No, in uh, D.C. Oh, there was a big game no, in Kansas where, City. Where the, no, not not D.C. Who? New York. The New York. Oh, Red the New York Red Bulls. It was a KC game yesterday. If I were able to go, I was going to be there. Well, I said that Channel 2 had a uh, had a crew out there just to say, hey, here's what an MLS uh, fan base looks like. Yeah. And it was packed. It yeah, was yeah. Burnthal, and it was like an hour and a half before the game. Yeah. Yeah. Can't like I said, if if, if, if we man. get if slash when we get the MLS team, we gotta take a page from Kansas City recently. In recent years, they've just done such a spectacular job from the stadium yeah, like to the fan time. base. Yeah. So uh the Washington Redskins, they've been taking some heat for signing that uh, Reuben Foster guy after oh, yeah. he was arrested for domestic violence. So they talked to the executive Well the story goes, if you don't know, Reuben Foster was cut by the 49ers for a domestic violence thing over the weekend. I think before the game last Sunday. So dropped by the by the 49ers and then picked up by the Redskins. Yeah, the very next day. Mm. So uh, they asked the senior vice president of player personnel, Doug Williams, and he said, quote, yeah, we knew we were, this was going to happen as far as the heat that was brought on him. And he said, this is what's crazy, you know, we got people who are high, high, high places that have done far worse if you look at it realistically. And, you know, they're still up there. So this is small potatoes for a lot of things out there. But at the same time, it's a big issue in America today. Whether that is in football or everyday life or in politics, it's out there. All right, so apparently the Redskins don't care if uh, if somebody hits women. Guess not. Keep that in mind when you're watching them. Crazy. Uh, it looks like uh, Greg Bernhalter, Berhalter, the current coach of the Columbus crew in the MLS, he is going to be the next coach of the United States men's national team. I've seen reports as, the guy's done. He's already signed the contract. He's good to go. He's helping him practice right now to, eh, he might be hired. So they remember they fired a Jurgen Flergen. Mm-hmm. Jurgen Flergen about f- four years ago, they fired uh-huh. Flergen. Mm-hmm. Jurgen's obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's been gone for a number of years. Uh, a Chinese Muay Thai fighter scored two knockouts for the price of one last week. Uh, he basically destroyed his op- opponent with a right hook. I mean, put this guy to sleep right away. Uh, but then he went for the finishing blow, which was a head kick. And he just nailed the head kick uh, directly into the ref's face oh, and put no. the ref right on the ground. The video's up on the blog, and it's just mayhem. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, finally here, the Hero World Challenge is going down this weekend. The best golfers around the world are going at it in the Bahamas. Tiger Woods. Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. 
tied for 16th, plus one through the first. Uh, Patrick Reed, Patrick Cantlay are tied for the lead at seven under. The $3.5 million prize for the tournament will be decided on Sunday. I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. There is Udo So Headline Hoosh. Brought to you by 123mortgage.com, 314-862-0123, a division of AFN and MLS number 237341. So I'll start by saying this, and, and we're going down to Fort Myers, Florida for this story. If this guy had just used an Uber to begin with, he wouldn't have made national news for being a moron. 40-year-old Travis Howard got a DUI on Saturday after he rear-ended another car at a stoplight. And when cops asked him how it happened, he couldn't remember. He then refused a breathalyzer, failed several sobriety tests, and when they asked for his license, he handed them a hotel room key. And they eventually put him in the back of a cop car and then on the way to jail, he forgot he'd been arrested and thought the cop was an Uber driver and asked if he'd go straight to bed when he got back to his hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he's got a pretty long rap sheet, and this would be his uh, fifth arrest in less than a year. Nice. Great. His new charges include drunk driving and causing damage to someone else's property while driving under the influence. So you go from Fort Myers, Florida, 40-year-old Travis Howard, you are today's. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. All right, we'll do some news after the break. Don't forget, we got the real or fake results before we get out of here. This uh, bears mentioning again. Eagle call! So the Point Annual Holiday Food Drive is back this December, and it's brought to you by Mattress Direct. That's right, Mattress Direct stepping up again. So stop by any area Mattress Direct location this December. Donate a minimum of two canned or non-perishable food items, and you'll get this year's limited edition Riz Show Holiday Weirdo sticker. Now listen, some Mattress Direct locations will have those stickers available as early as tomorrow, but all 17 should have those stickers available uh, no later than the middle of next week. Sweet. So donate that. Donate that food. All goes to Operation Food Search. All the details, 1057thepoint.com. And thanks to Mattress Direct once again for being awesome, being so charitable, as they always are. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. All right, so when you host when you host Christmas dinner, even if, even if everybody brings something, you're still going to wind up on the hook for, for buying a lot of food. But, that, but that's, that's what you do for hosting. Yep. So is this move right here tacky or genius? You make the call. A woman in England posted on a parent's website a couple days ago about her mother-in-law charging for Christmas dinner this year. <laughs> They're taking a cover at the door? So she wants about $21 per person from everyone. Oh, it's not because she feels like she'd be paid for cooking. She's charging because she's getting carryout, which is more expensive. So is that fair or is it ridiculous? 
Hmm. I think it's ridiculous. Don't host the party then. The responses are pretty split down the middle. And both sides are very passionate. But one person did take a fairly level-headed middle ground approach that's that I think is worth sharing. Quote, people who see it as charging family are horrified. People who see it as sharing costs don't see the issue. See, honestly, my, my mind went to sharing costs, first thing. Mm-hmm. If I invited you to a party and I said, come on over to the, my party, this is going to be a great time. Uh, I'm going to have it catered and it's everything. Different. It's, it's going to be 20 bucks. It's because fa- you're not direct family. Yeah, that is different because I can mm. I can more easily say, well, I, I'm just not going to eat or I'm not going to go to the party because I don't I don't have the money or I don't want to participate in something like that. What was the Whereas party family, for? There's going to be expectation. It's Christmas dinner. Yeah, you're expected to go. It's Christmas dinner. Because you're going to get crap about hey, it at honestly, the next family birthday party that you didn't show up to Christmas. Honestly, if my first thought in my head is what Tony said right away. If you don't want to, then don't host it. Yeah, don't If you don't, like, that, that, that's my whole thing. My, my whole thing is like... I see both sides. I, I do, too. I, I, don't, I, I don't wouldn't sit there, do it. I, don't I wouldn't, sit there I wouldn't either. Yeah, I don't sit there and say, hey, um, you know, if, 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 if you invited me to your party, Jeff, and I came over there and you said, hey, it's going to be 20 bucks, here's the food, I'd probably uh-huh. go, okay, here's 20 bucks. Right. If I would say, hey, come on over to my house... And it's going to be twenty dollars, or you're not eating dinner. I would feel like a terrible person. If my mom Same. said, if my Same mom is, is making Christmas dinner, and she goes, "Hey, can you and your brother chip in?" See, but th- like we essentially do the same thing. We do that, but without same directly thing. doing that. We, she gets the, she does the the muscatoli, and she does the honey baked ham, and she does all that, and she says, "Bring a side and dessert." That's my contribution. Well, we can't bring That's a side and dessert because we're not we, we're flying in. So I, I don't have a kitchen to get a bag of chips. You could get something. Hey. <laughs> Listen, if my mom asked, if my mom hosted Christmas and asked for that, I'd say, okay, it makes sense, whatever. I would, I, I would question if my mom said to me, "Hey, uh, I'm doing Christmas dinner. Uh, bring twenty two dollars." I'd go, "What?" Again, I could see both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah you I, see it, I but that totally defeats the purpose of the holiday. Like the holidays, everybody no, coming over doesn't. and doing it. Yeah, my, it does. My whole thing is, you it's hate it's the a, holidays anyway. That, I do not hate the holidays. Yes, I hate what people holidays. have done to it. Like you, like this is a the perfect point of the like holidays. this. Getting together. Like this. What do you mean, like this? No, the, the attitude that you have that it has to be a certain way. Or it doesn't have to be a certain holiday. way. No, but you just said you always talk about it's about getting together. You always talk about that's what I thought too. And you always talk about how you hate the materialistic things and you hate that. This is materialistic. Pay me this amount of money for this food. No, it's not. What if she? doesn't have the means and she then still don't wants host to host the party. Dude, have somebody else host the party and then you come you're over there. You're proving my point that it's been ruined by all these other expectations and no, nope. if you're going to have a party you better provide and blah blah blah. Nope, this then is don't about have getting a people, meal. Then just she's getting people there. together, you're, you're, which is the point. It may be a situation where, there, where nobody else has room for all those people at her house. I, I don't know because all my cousins gather in one place um, so, so does mine, and 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 listen. If if mom doesn't have the sharing means, some of the costs. If mom doesn't have the means to do that, just say, hey, everybody could come over, but I'm not going to cook the meal. But but that's what she's saying. She's saying, hey, I'm I'm not cooking. I'm I'm bringing, I'm bringing it in. in. Here's the costs. Here's how we need to split it. It's splitting the bill. It's a big deal. You going to yell at mom? I'm not going. Mm-hmm. All right. Here, maybe this. I could agree on this. We have our holiday party. What next? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Next Wednesday? Yeah. We're going to get crazy? Oh, heck New yeah. company? Absolutely oh, not. Dude, we're all so going to be in the corner waiting to see what happens. I think so. <laughs> you know we're all going to be in the back. The old company, Emmis. I mean, Christmas parties. Yeah, you brought a change crazy. of socks to that. It was there awesome. Were some, there were some parties that got crazy. Whew. 
I mean, it'd go to the next morning. Yeah, it'd go four bars deep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what's going to go on with this new company. From what I hear, it's 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 a lot a lot more reserved. Yeah, it's well, in the afternoon. It's twelve thirty. That's right. Yeah, our our Christmas parties. Well, they started at four for the old the old place and went till four till the next yeah, morning. Yeah, four, four to four. Four P to four A. Yeah. This one's what noon? Yeah, like twelve to five or twelve so to no. We three. do twelve, no, it's 12, 12, 12 to three. Twelve to three. Yeah, Riz, a more conservative partier, left his car at uh, at the last Christmas party. Yeah, or two. Two, two Christmas two parties ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. So that, that'll tell you. <laughs> hey, listen, it'll be nice to get together with everybody. Yeah, we'll Outside be. of work. Mm-hmm. We're going to Top Golf, huh? Oh, yeah, that will be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to that for sure. That's nice. But and listen, is there a chance that something wild's going to happen at the party? I don't know. And wouldn't you rather be the person watching it happen than the person doing it? Yes. According to a new survey, two out of five people say they've seen something crazy. Go down at a company holiday party. That includes big office drama, quote, juicy revelations, <laughs> or, of course, people getting hammered and hooking up. Huh? Oh, dude. I told you some of the most um, just ridiculously unbelievable things I had ever seen at a workplace were a holiday party at a particular place that has a bridge over a highway. I'm not going to name it. And uh, it was spouses are not allowed, and it was thousands of people, and it was Insane! Some of the things that you saw in stairwells and the back of trucks and all sorts of crazy stuff. Hmm. I, you still can't figure it out? No. What? What? There's only one of them. I think I know what you're talking about. Do you know what he's talking about? No. Do I know what you're talking about? Yeah, I've told these. I've told some of the specifics before. No oh, man. I'm sure if you tell. Well, anyway. And uh, one in three people say they've done uh, something they regretted a party. But if you, if you like office gossip, it'll it'll be a good scene for you. The average person finds out seven personal things or secrets about their coworkers at a company party. Yeah. Oh, dude, it would always change your perception. Loose of lips. I have no idea. Oh wait, sorry. That's it. Oh, I would never would have guessed. Yeah, that. never oh, in a million years. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's a huge company. And there were some interesting uh, personalities that I worked with. And one more thing. 35% of people had been late to work the day after the company party. And 17% didn't even show up. Just to work or the company party? You're talking about work, right? Cause after the, next, the next day. These parties would have like, a, there was like a parade involved. I mean, it was insane. And the fact that, uh, you know, I know most work parties don't, don't invite uh, spouses and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this was just. Um, well, we'll Vegas. give you a full report on uh, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Because we're going to be here. We're coming in, Jeff. We'll see, man. You're right. We'll see. I'm going to take one final break. We'll come back with a real fake result. No show. All right. Hey, Donnie Fandango's here, guys. What up, Donnie? Hi, Don. Hello, Donnie. Hey, uh, the Blues play tonight or tomorrow? Both. Does it matter? Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Both. Is it, is it tonight and tomorrow? Yes. Colorado yeah, tonight, tonight Arizona tomorrow. Are you shooting out a text to the defense just in case they don't know they're playing tonight? Maybe what? Uh, maybe a heads, maybe a heads up in the bad idea. Yeah, I'm saying. Now I got what you know tonight start. Well, it's Colorado, so I would assume eight. Oh, late. Yeah. It's eight. Uh, it's eight o'clock tonight. I might actually be nine. It's, huh. I think it's eight o'clock tonight and nine o'clock tomorrow. I don't even know why I wonder because I've got rate lift tonight and pumpkins tomorrow, so I'm already uh, I'm already uh, occupado. Cool is that guy. All right, well, Donnie's here for one reason and one reason only. Well, and he's on next, by the way. So two reasons. Uh, A couple reasons. A couple reasons. A couple things. Uh, The real fake results, folks. Here we go.
Jugs and orbs and darts and gourds. Elmer fuds and bouncing Buddhas. Sweater stretchers, lung protectors. Beach umbrellas, frost detectors. Scooby snacks and snake eyes dice. Jello molds and high beam lights. Every day I probably use 99 words for booze. For the real fake results, sponsored by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet and by Scarlet's Cabaret. All right, so here is where we're at after week number three. Patrico is your king of cans with 10 points. And by the way, Patrico's Punishment, season's first Christmas caroler, video now available on all our social medias. Terrific. Well done. Well done. Thank you, sir. Mission accomplished. Yeah, man. That was great. All right, so Patrico, 10 points. I have nine points. Moon's got eight points. King's got six points. Jeff Burton in the cellar with five points. It's one point for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your lock. Your lock gets you two points. If you're right, zero points locked out if you're wrong, regardless of your other picks. So let's begin with the reveal. And we'll go for dramatic purposes, one, three, two. You got it. One, three, two for the reveal. Uh, let's begin with photo number one. A description, please. Photo number one. This is a lovely lady who's got herself some ham bra going on. Damn right she and, does. And uh, that's it. You're She's damn right, Donnie. Bra. And uh, this is, uh, we see a lot of uh, full body here. I mean, we don't see below the knees, but I mean, you get what I'm saying. And uh, here, everybody was in agreement. Everybody went real. Nobody's locked it up, but everybody has gone real. Everybody here. is real on photo number one. Hey, spoiler alert, below the knees, you, it's, it's chopped off, but below the knees, there's her feet and her ankles. <laughs> no I shins. I don't know if that helps with your picks or not. No shins. No shins. All right, Donnie Fandango, photo number one, real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, overwhelmingly, 87% when real. Listeners, correct, they're real. All right, there we go. Merry Christmas. I got points for everybody. Thank you. <laughs> you got to write them in pencil, though. Let's stop. All right. 11 points for Tony, 10 for me, 9 for Moon, 7 for King Scott, and Jeff's got 6. Yes. Why do you always say my points last? Because you're in last place. Oh. All right. Moving on to my favorite picture of the week, photo number three. Yeah, I hate these. This is uh, not, not be I don't hate these. Wow. I hate because we're wrong. Uh, somebody, this lovely lady, has a... Uh, Put on a T-shirt, lifted it up, forgot to wear a bra. It's a ratio shirt. Yes. It is a it's a it's a blood drive donation shirt uh -huh. actually. So she's done some good and then showed off the goods. So on these, Riz and Moon, real. Myself, Burton, King Scott, fake. Boy, Moon and I are on real island. We got this. Channel your energy. I feel okay. I feel alright about this. Things are good. Hey, stop it. Stop I'm stop. real. Moon's real. Everybody else fake. Donnie Fandango, photo number three, real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, 76% went fake. Listeners, wrong. They're real. Yeah. What's up, Liz? All right. I only got two points to give away. Good job, though, buddy. And I'm going to take one. Can I have one? Can I have one? Can I have one? Moon's going to take one. Demon, I asked first. Who didn't even ask? Okay. Comes down to photo number two. A description, please. Photo number two here. Uh, this lovely lady, she's got a skull and roses tank top on. It looks like either another tank top or a bra underneath it. Straight up booby mugshot. Long hair goes down her left shoulder slash arm. Everybody's gone real. Everybody has locked it up. All right. I mean, one or two things could happen here. They're either real or fake. 
<laughs> yes, Riz. That is. I didn't get the concept of the game. That's why I've been screwed. This new right angle is really awesome. Dottie Fandango. Photo number two. Real or fake. All right, guys, listeners, overwhelmingly, 95% when real listeners correct, they are real. I'm going to take that boob sweep. I'm going to take that boob sweep. You going to take one too, boob? Yes, if you'll have me. All right, so after week number four, Tony Patrico's got 13 points. I am now tied for the lead with 13 points. What do you have? You have 13 as well, then? Moon's got 12. King Scott's got nine. And Jeff Burton's got eight. So there you have it, folks. I am coming for you. That's King how Scott. we go into the weekend. New boobs go up on Monday afternoon. We all feeling good? Yeah. No. All really right. Good. Terrific. The Rizzuto Show. Yo, I gotta have sex tonight. Showtime. Woo. What it is is what it is. Why don't you put that on your Good Morning Missouri wake-up broadcast, bitch? Let me clear my... All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango coming in next. Some events to tell you about Friday. Actually, later on this afternoon. Today's Friday. Uh, Jeff Burton. Metro PCS in Belleville from 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock. With a bunch of ho-ho show tickets. Uh, tomorrow, myself and Jeff at Big St. Charles Motorsports. For the 2019 calendar release party, we'll be there starting at 11. Also tomorrow, uh, Tony Patrico at Custom Sounds in South County from 2 to 4. Sunday, Patrico at DB's in Soulard. Beginning at noon for some Sunday football. If you're going to the Pumpkin Show, watch out for Moon. He's going to be there. Yeah, I sure am. Possibly doing some special things. Very special things. Maybe. Sort of. That's going to be awesome. New Year's Eve party. Get your tickets, 1057thepoint.com. Get the, uh, the the hotel room package now available. And a big thanks to Mattress Direct. Now, uh, for whoever attends the party, we'll get a weirdo performance pillow. That's right, first. Yeah. Of Mattress Direct. To go along with your Riz Show pillowcase, which we'll give out, too. That'll be fun. So that's uh, 1057thepoint.com. Blog and podcast? Oh, we usually don't do this on Fridays, but we had a whole bunch of fail stuff, including a guy that walked into Walmart with an unholstered gun and shot himself in the wedding tackle. <laughs> <laughs> Just that story alone. That's, an, is, that's the first time I heard that term. It's worth it. Uh, that fail stories, um, of course, results from yesterday's Freak of the Week, which was, uh, I mean, an Epic. incredible, incredible semifinal. 1057thepoint.com slash wedding tackle. How about Ben Bailey? Ben Bailey was here. Oh, my yes. gosh, yes. Yeah. It's Friday, isn't it? It's Friday. Cash cab's yeah. on. Ben Bailey. See him at Funny Bone this weekend. Uh, Donnie, what do you got coming up? I will have uh, your chance to win tickets to some ho-ho shows that are coming up. We'll also obviously talk a little bit uh, blues later on in sports. Plenty of music news along the way as well. And Andrew WK will get us started here after the break. All right, let's shout out our Team Riz member of the day, Stephanie Adelman, one more time from St. Charles. Hey, and she wants to hear this song, so we're going to do it. All right. Have a good weekend. See you on Monday. Bye-bye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. 
Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 smart bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 special edition smart bed. Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.